Holy moly, mackerel brony. It's Hotline League episode 44. I, uh, well, I just drove six hours down an entire state. One of the biggest, by the way, one of the biggest states to get to this show. Uh, I, I come, come, come straight out of NALC's finals. So you've heard about straight out of Compton. I'm straight out of Oakland. Uh, that, that's how this week it's gone. I'm joined by Mark Zimmer and Kelby. They're, they're the guests for today. We're going to start the show in just a second. Of course, we'll be talking about finals, gauntlet, and so much more. All that coming up next in Hotline League episode 44. Hotline League is brought to you by Omen by HP. And here we are returning to the show as always. Uh, I don't know. I wonder how many people we lose. Um, with with those intros i think it went up but it's hard to know because we just tweeted as well so it should be going up a lot no no but i mean like in the vod because twitch chat seems to react um they have mixed feelings on on how i start these shows and i wonder how many people click the button you know on on youtube and then they just leave because they they're a little offended by the. Well, I don't think they're usually quite as bad as whoa whatever you said dude <laughs> I thought you it was a great a intro, better. Travis. Thank you. See, that's the mixed. We see the mixed uh, intros in the. You should get Dash to to start the analyst desk that way. Well, he needs a prompter, so you'd have to tell. You have to spell that out for me. <laughs> yeah, just like fit the <laughs> stutter into macabaroni. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I am joined, of course, as always, by my constant co-host, Mark Zimmerman. How's it going, Mark? Pretty good. We was in Oakland as well. I flew back in the morning. Uh, I took like an hour nap, so I'm actually not any better for it. Naps just make me feel like shit. Uh, and other than that, yeah, I had fun this weekend. Yep. So, sounds like you did. The enthusiasm is just, as always, dripping from your voice. Yeah, what Were there any highlights for you? Uh, show match. I actually was really hesitant about that because it was kind of last minute um and so i wasn't sure how it was going to go yeah it seemed and like they think... planned they announced it like a week before so i can't assume it was planned that much earlier i don't i don't know the specifics of, of all the coordinations i just know at least like how far i was looped into it you know it was kind of like all right here we go <laughs> yeah uh and then like it was something that we we didn't rehearse and like usually the ad does not cast games so it was a lot of uncharted territory the but analyst i think desk. the analyst desk usually does not cast games um so I thought it turned out very well for, uh, you know, I think I think the personalities and the people, Delta Fox and Tyler One, even Freak, like, stepped up and made it really, really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Actually, I thought it was a, a highlight of the event. It's certainly better than day two. I'll put it I, more entertaining. Yeah, I would say after experiencing that, I don't know why we use pro players for anything. <laughs> that's, uh, that's ent- a, entertainment related. That's a really good point. What like do you we, think we do? In, those, we do those April Fools streams and and like productions, and I'm like, oh my god, Cutie Pie and Tyler One are ten times funnier than Jensen and Bjergsen. Yeah, yeah. I think you do those things to try to build the brands of Jensen and Bjergsen. So if you don't do that, then I don't think. Listen, they should be able to do that themselves. I think we should just make the best funny show we can make. Yeah, that might be fair. Uh, Kelby, what's up? We hung out this weekend. Hell yeah. Uh, what did you think? You this was your first live league event in some time, right? Yeah. Years, years. Uh, I thought that the the intro, like I thought the production on site, 
um, was good uh, for the venue. I got very hyped during the intro and stuff. Um, the matches were not exciting. Well, you were only I there was... the second day, to be to be clear. Yeah, yeah, no, sorry, yeah, I was only there day two because I only I only came to watch Peter. Um, and uh, yeah, the matches weren't exciting, but they were exactly what I wanted, and uh, the crowd was really, really not into it. Um, but you know, the, uh, considering the considering the matches, like I don't know. It's it's hard to feel, I guess, probably a lot of excitement. Especially since like the way that League of Legends matches like can tend to end the yeah. like you know that the game is over thirty to forty seconds before it like, you know, is actually over and they don't like GG out, you make them, you know, or the teams decide to walk down and, you know, kill the Nexus, so it's like a little anticlimactic in that regard. Yeah. But um no, I thought it was a I thought it was a good event. I enjoyed myself. Uh especially considering three O Teal shit stumped uh or TL three O shit stomped. That's why. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, gotta talk about the Ginyu Force thing real quick. Yeah, I was that gonna was... say. Go ahead, Kelby. It was awesome. Yeah. That was, I think, the greatest Ginyu Force of all time. It was really good. I, they I honestly can't think of a better one because, it, like, there's so many things perfect about. It. Like, you don't have to see the awkwardness of them like slowly getting in position. Right. It's not a picture. It's a video. It has a nice camera pan. It's backlit. It's got smoke on the floor. There's like hype ass mm -hmm. music behind it. Uh, they all like mostly hit their poses pretty well. Ole did a different one. He said like he did it on purpose to not block double lift and stuff. And like, mm. I don't know, dude. Like I've Very seen concerned. a lot of Ginyu forces. And yeah, I think so that was, like, I the greatest one of all time. I had seen the memes. This is so I'm. A, I think an interesting. I had seen the 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 memes before, uh, but it didn't strike me at first that that was what I was seeing. Because I've never really watched the show, and I didn't really, you know, I'm not very much, I'm not very anime minded, and I was just like, damn, this thing is so cool. Whatever pose they got into is so cool. And then uh, in the the six hour drive back to home, uh, Broden explained to me. I was like, what actually is that? Because obviously I've seen the picture, and he was like, oh yeah, it's like almost like a, a joke in the show. Like this is like a a like lackluster group of people that uh, what's the what's the name of the Ginyu. I mean, it's the Ginyu Force. No, 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 I know, but the the main character yeah. in Goku. Goku, yeah, he said that Goku like takes them all out. Uh, Broden kind of characterized them as like a Team Rocket, like that they're like not well, to be Ginyu taken very Force seriously. Ginyu Force is a lot more powerful than Team Rocket, I would I say. Mean, like, but he, I think you, he was saying like it's like a, it's Goku. supposed to be intentionally corny, like they're they're yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And that's what I thought was so funny about this is that like they took this thing that is, like, supposed to be intentionally corny, and they made it look so cool. All right, all right. Yeah. Well, first off, you got to calm down, because... Okay. This was amazing! Well, I just mean, on, like, they did that. Like, everyone has done this before. I will give them credit for having... What I've never seen it. Well, can, can I ask a clarifying point as well? Is that, like, yeah. were, were they low light, and then they brought the light up all the way, or did they make that set of poses completely in the dark? I think they did it in the dark. Yeah, and they, that's they said, impressive. They Ole's said they were in the chat right now, it. by the way. Ole, you said you guys were rehearsing that like the day before when they were going through walkthrough right. and stuff, right? And that's how you guys were able to hit it so perfectly. Like all the Peter told me. Peter told me because I was, uh, you know, friends with Doublelift. I was hanging out with him last <laughs> night, and uh, we were, we were. He was telling me that basically what they did was they they like went and found a mirror and they like all on their own choreographed this like that. They'd be like, Oh no, no, we're too far apart. We're too far apart. Yeah, Everybody yeah, yeah, bring yeah. it in. And so that like the team them, I love that it was something that the team did 
and that the team choreographed this together to make sure that it's it made it feel so much better, right? That this wasn't something yeah. that the production tried to do. Yeah, and I think like people are talking about the Ku Tigers entrance, like theirs was sick too, but it was not quite the Ginyu Force. They were all just kind of doing like some cool poses as they came out of the ground, but like that shit's so memorable. Like the fact that people are even comparing it to a Ku Tigers thing from you know, I think it was twenty sixteen, whenever that happened. Yeah. I I'm I, very i I'm very tempted to make a video about it. Is this the greatest Ginyu Force of all time? I, mean, I think you should. And yeah, then I like think the, the mods choice. will promptly delete it from the League of Legends subreddit. There is somebody tells me that I'm looking through uh, through the Flickr right now because apparently there are pictures in here of them practicing it in production ahead of time, <laughs> and I'm trying to find this footage because I really like the. That's I hope awesome. This is this is what. This is literally what uh, squad should be this week. If Damien's still watching, he was in the chat earlier. Like, just I don't care about like, oh, it, we, it took so long, and oh, we really just just make the whole video about making the Ginyu, Ginyu Force. Of the, of the two things they accomplished this weekend, I think making Ginyu Force look that cool was actually harder than beating C9. <laughs> yeah. 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 So anyway, props to that. I, that's a fun conversation to have. I don't think we need to have any calls. Oh, hang on. I found I found the picture. I'm gonna put it on. All right. Yeah. Sure. Uh, sure. I'll put it on there. Um, the yeah. I don't think we need to have any calls about this. But no. no, no. Um, here's them. Like this is in the mirror in a bathroom. It looks like or a makeup room. Dude, Poe Belter's face is so clutch. Like yeah, to, yeah. to have such like a dead set fucking look. Yeah. Like that's what sells it. Is is the face. Yeah. That's good. Uh, you can see all of the cameras in the background rolling over uh, this. It's pretty pretty sick. I, I really like that picture. Um, all right. Other than that, let, let's just maybe we can chat about what the, the good topics are. What are you laughing about, Mark? It's just other than that. <laughs> other, yeah. I mean, I, I think we can wrap the show now. Um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, other than that, though. What what are the big conversations for tonight? I know we got uh, Team Liquid's win, obviously, and, and stomping over C9. We've got TSM uh, over 100T. We've got 100T qualifying to Worlds. I mm -hmm. think there are some people uh, that have uh, strained, mixed feelings, I guess, about the fact that it's weird to see them lose on one day and the next day find out they're Two qualifying to Worlds. Um, and, yeah, I, what else? Uh, Gauntlet, I guess, this weekend are the big Gauntlet ones. Am I forgetting anything? Uh, there's like some other like oh. world stuff like rookie made it like if people care about time I, I personally don't want to talk about that stuff, but there is some international world's news. Yeah, somebody says LCK LPL <laughs> like we like we talk about I like how they don't even mention EU like there's just no fucking way you're gonna get us to talk about that Madrid. There you go. We talked about it. Um, I I do think it'd be, it'd be fun to talk about Tyler one a little bit. I'm, I'm down to talk about T1. There, there's some there's some show match stuff we can talk about. We can also talk about just like the like show like in oakland and that stuff yeah. if people want to talk about like whatever yeah uh Kel Kel do you have any thoughts dude. are we missing anything oh. okay all right all right so should i do the spiel yeah go ahead and provide it hopefully kelby's got more to say than he just did uh mark I go ahead and explain all right, so in twitch chat right now i'm spamming the link to the discord what you're going to want to do is click that and join up once you get here, you're going to want to join Pleb Calls or Pleb Calls 2. You can mute yourself once you're in there. You don't need to listen to other people breathing. Uh, and then in the Pleb Topics, you're going to go ahead in the text channel, post what you want to talk about. And make sure you are a little descriptive of what it is you actually want to talk about. Don't just say, I want to talk about the finals. Say, 
I think C9 really underperformed. I think they're better than they showed. And then we can talk about that. Um, so go in there, post your topics, your takes, whatever it is you think uh, you want to talk about. I'll be looking through. If I like your topic, I'll pull you into the waiting room voice channel where you should then unmute yourself. Uh, when it's your turn, I'll come in. I'll do a quick audio check to make sure everything's working before I pull you into the on-air room. And you'll be here talking with us. And if you are a sub, by the way, uh, you can gain access to a sub chat channel uh, with topics. Uh, that moves a little bit slower, so it gives you a, a bit of an advantage over uh, the other folks, but doesn't necessarily guarantee that you get pulled. We don't really try to pull X number of subs every night or anything like that, but you know, just make sure that you're synced up there, and, and uh, that's one reason to throw a sub in. Uh, hey, also, people, if you want to have a conversation, there is text channels below to have conversations in. Try and keep the Pleb Topics channel full of actual topics and less about other yeah, we're responding to people's conversations. Yeah, so you can tag them in for us. Yeah. Um, regardless, I nope. have my first caller who I absolutely want to pull. You Where's want them? Guy? Okay, go for it. Uh, Perfect. You want to go grab them, or you? I, I grab it. Well, let me let me build up a couple okay. other people before. Kelby, what's up? I know Peter missed you last night. Well. I'm. I don't know what to say. I heard the rumor. The rumor is. I don't know if I should should be saying this, but the final bill at the Team Liquid dinner, <laughs> somewhere between six thousand seven thousand dollars. That's really that's not that that's, bad. That's not nearly as bad as I expected. Did you hear about like teams who like when when the Bruins won the Stanley Cup, they got like a single hundred thousand dollar bottle of champagne? Oh no! Like I mean, that's the pro players would have drank that. I'm just saying that like that's when I hear like extravagant celebrations that's like the kind of stuff i think about oh yeah for, for con for context team liquid went to the best steakhouse in all of san francisco last night and the most expensive one so the fact that they went out of there with like a 7k bill i think is a big win for steve i would take that back to the board and be like aside from the fact that we 3 would c9 we went to alexander treated the entire team walked out with less than a 10k bill you're welcome i'm thinking about the economics of this team we spent all our money on the roster. We cannot buy you nice no, dinners. Nothing, nothing over 16 ounces. That was. <laughs> yeah, because they're all eating Wagyu. If you're ordering like 16 ounces of Wagyu, holy boots. That's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. All right, I got some people. I'm ready to hop some, in. I think there's at least one or two vegetarians in the Twitch chat that are not happy with this conversation. Uh, Mark is. They're not happy with the fact that people consume meat? Mark is grabbing our first caller right now. A couple shout-outs. Thank you to... Uh, wait, where were we? Uh, Gladius Lips, Laziness, Mr. Fix, uh, Dadder Skip to Subject, Roba, Rotodom, Voyu1, who resubbed. And we got our first caller in. Uh, I'm the one who knocks. How's it going? Hey, how you doing? You are, you've been on the show before. Yeah, I, my, I name changed. I... I don't know, a while ago talking about Reckless. Okay. Well, welcome back. Uh, thanks for being a Twitch sub. What do you want to talk about on the show tonight? So, yeah, I wanted to talk about oh, how... Oh, hang on. Oops. I forgot something very important. I got distracted. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from the Bronx in New York. Very good. Okay, cool. You want to talk about... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about, like, 100 Thieves and their, like, suspect roster management and how... Like the last two, their last two matches of the playoffs, the way they shuffled around the roster really didn't make any like, sense at all. 
<laughs> for when they <laughs> they sub out Cody Sun for like their most important match of the season in the semis, and then they let him, they let Ricara just get slammed by double if the entire series, and then in the next series against TSM, Ricara actually plays well game one, and then they bring in Cody Sun who they to play Tristana for four games. Mark, you're and like I'd, cackling. You're like really excited yeah. about this. Yeah, I'm excited about this. <laughs> you want you want any final thoughts, uh, one who knocks before we I, I unleash Mark Zimmerman on this topic? <laughs> yeah, like so. What we're led to believe by the by what had happened leading up to that series is that Cody was benched for arguing with or or like something with the coaching staff. So right. he was benched because they thought he wasn't the best option, or he's toxic, or whatever, or whatever we're led to believe. And then, for if you're trying to get that, that point across, like, oh, you can't act this way if you want to be on this team and play, and then you bring him back after his replacement plays well, that actually just makes no sense. All right. Mark, this is like a – I assume that this is the ranch you would want to give in the blame game or in a, a blame game <laughs> style topic, and this is your – Well, it's a little weird because they did win with Ricara. So, like, what I'm about to say doesn't quite hold the punchiness. Yeah, and by uh, the way, Peter thought – uh, agreed with the assessment that uh, Ricara played well in that that series this weekend. Yeah, I, I thought he played really well in game one. Um, you know, he flashed like he wasn't just sitting there getting carried. He flashed in and, and did damage and stuff like that. So I thought I thought he was looking pretty good. Um, but the reason that he started and then they swapped to Ricara and I was or to Cody San, I was able to uh, talk to some people Oop. in the know. Wow, this happened. How does this? This is the third week in a row. Where Mark Z's like, dropping some knowledge what, bombs. What do you like? I actually this I could do this almost every week, but like. Well, it's I think it's great for viewership, so I have no problem with it. Yeah, that's why I started doing it for <laughs> our own personal viewership, and not because sometimes I think orgs get away with fuck ups that players don't get away with. So here we go. Um, I heard that they submitted their roster late, and the way it works is if you don't uh, submit your roster in time, it will default to your previous week's roster. And that is the only reason Ricara started game one. Interesting. Wait, that's so much worse. <laughs> you have to, you're supposed it's not to, great. Uh, you're supposed <laughs> to submit. I think I, I, I think it was Poe Belter who said in the interview I did with him last week that it's eight 30 the night before that you submit rosters. I'm not sure the exact deadline, okay. um, but yeah. That's that's what happened, and then he won the game, and then they swapped back to Cody. How confident are you? This is the rumor mill, or is you are you like really confident this is what happened? I I'm pretty confident. I spoke. To, I I didn't get this. Well, I don't want to say who I talked to, but sure. This, but this you feel a, confident in your sources. I'm pretty confident in my sources this time around. Okay. All right. That's and, interesting. And, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's. Yeah, that's that's that, that's not good. Like, you're no. <laughs> no, that's not good. Okay, they, but they, they won. They won. So yeah, like, that's what I was gonna say. Is, but they it won. It could have been an absolute disaster, and I would blast them for it. I think you can still get upset, but it wasn't like. At least it didn't cost them the series. Is I guess what I'd say. In, I was going. But, oh, go ahead, Kelly. No, no, no you. It, mine can wait. But they. What's weird about this is not only did it end up being disaster or did it end up being fi- fine for them. Oh, let me let me just say this too because yeah. this is this is important. I don't get I don't use any information I get through Riot channels. 
So like I, I go out and get this, this information. So okay. I just want to make, cause some people care about that. They think like, Oh, I'm paired up with Ryan. That's where I hear all this stuff. Yeah. It's not, it's a Mark bomb. Can we use that? Or is it better if we use like, a... no, I don't really want it. Can we call it a Zimmer? Can we I like call Zimmer. It, can we just call it uh, info <laughs> and not any fucking cheesy ass name? Oh yeah. You just got zimmed under T. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. It's been, it's been real, Travis. <laughs> all right. Uh, what is Zimmer, people say. Um, all right. Regardless. So, so, so uh, they, they start Rikara, and he does well. Uh, why not leave him in? I don't think they practice very much with him. I, I'm not sure. Actually, actually I, I should say I'm not sure why they didn't. I think they just wanted to use Cody, and they thought he, he would have a better chance of winning. I don't know. The whole thing is weird. Yeah. So I, I thought for, like, strategy purposes, Ricaro was actually a better matchup for Sven than Cody would be for double lift. Like, because Sven and Mithy are, like, known for being a bot lane that doesn't really make mistakes, but they don't really try to punish you for your mistakes. While Ricard and uh, Cody is one of those guys that tries to like gain advantages through lane and then cascade that pressure throughout the game. So like, had they just played with Ricard, the kind of player who's just gonna be like safe and also match uh, Sven and Mithy's like level of. I'm not making any sense right now. Uh, no, you're fine. You're it fine. makes no, sense. I, I think I know what you're saying. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just a better matchup for Ricard, uh, like for into mm-hmm. Sven and Mithy who aren't gonna like punish him for mistakes especially like on in a big like stressful situation like playing on stage at oracle arena yeah i think i mean like i definitely agree that if you're going to put in a young player putting him into double lift is probably going to be not good stuff yeah it's going to be a rough time Mithy and Sven are the best in the west well they're they're good dude i'm not throwing a shit they just they're just not lane dominant like they're not shit on you in lane and gotcha. take your turret at 10 minutes so like if Rikara had some strengths, because I don't think it was laning, like I don't, I think maybe I can see where you're coming from where Sun and Mithy make more sense. Uh, but that kind of goes back to what you open this up with, uh, with like potential being more of a disagreement with coaching staff. And it was like, a, we're going to sit you, like who knows what, what really happened for the initial decision to sit Cody. Um, all I'm saying is that coming into the series, whatever punishment was it was supposed to be or whatever the reasons are, those reasons were not the reasons that Ricara started in, in this series. So there was an interesting thing that happened uh, before that series. I was IRL streaming from the tailgate, and Riot has started to do this thing that I actually think is really cool. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't do it on the, the second day, um, where they do like a red carpet entrance, where like fans all line up next to the red carpet, and uh, media are invited to like come talk to the players as they're coming up. And I go up to Cody's son. And, and no one knew if he was starting or not yet or what the deal was. And I said, hey, Cody, are you excited to be at Oracle Arena? And I, like, quickly, because I started to say, like, are you excited to play today? And I was like, oh, uh, I shouldn't say that. So I was like, are you excited to be here at Oracle Arena or whatever? And he just looked at me for a second and then said, I'm excited to sub or something <laughs> like that. And so, I mean, people could go Jeez. back and find the footage, um, uh, but that was, like, what he said. And I was like, oh, okay. And then, like, you know, Twitch chat's just, like, leaked, 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 leaked. Um, and so now, sort of having that context, I wonder what that conversation was. Like, you know, ass- assuming uh, Mark's sources, uh, and it seems like he's pretty confident in this, like, 
it it must have been interesting the night before you go to code and you're like hey you know how we like whatever we solved everything we scrimmed with you all week paperwork issue uh we you're gonna come in a game too you know uh that must be awkward what's that do you think they would share their fuck up well i think their own team knows i don't think okay yeah, I think they would share. I mean, I, I mean, normally teams are not great at like hiding that stuff from players anyway. So, and and I think a player would be more angry if he finds that finds out later on or something. I, I assume yeah. they would share. I don't know. Well, you know, I, they I share internally. Like, they're not going to share publicly yeah. though. Yeah, I'd figure like players who like in, in free agency are looking at 100 thieves and they're not looking at it as a free agent destination. Where like, oh, this is the team. This is the kind of team I want to play for. As opposed to like a TSM or Team Liquid now, like yeah. 100 Thieves doesn't look good like on the player management side right now. Even though they've been six like relatively successful this year. I mean, Kelby, this was your rant about the Medios thing a while ago. I remember on on Hotline League at the beginning of the split, you went on a rant about how uh, teams almost also have kind of a brand associated. Like, there's the brand to the audience, right. but then there's the brand amongst the pro players. And that yeah. you at the time were concerned that the way 100T had handled the Medios thing signaled to other pro players that 100T was not as uh, not as in line. They were not as player focused, um, being player focused, being pro player focused. The players on their team. Um, yeah. Well. Go ahead. Sorry to be to be clear. I was saying like if all of the information we were given was true and the side of the argument was presented that that is the risk that they could run. Uh, I don't, nec- I don't necessarily think that this means at all, though, that like uh, 100T is not a desirable location for talent uh, based on what we've heard so far. Like the the pro players will have a much better understanding of that. Um, and like there's so much more that factors in aside from like this guy was benched or not benched for this reason or that reason. It's like a, a coach and like obviously there's, there's compensation. What's the environment like and all that stuff. I was just going to say, I feel like for all the things that 100T has done right, and I think they are the best org that has come into the league so far as far as the new um, teams, in my opinion. They're the most interesting to me, and they're the one that I like the most. I think the one area they can definitely shore up on is what their player communication is like and their messaging around uh, how their players are talking about roster moves publicly. Like, Because there was, there was the media situation, there was the Cody Sun situation, and then there's Cody Sun again telling you in line, I'm excited to sub, yeah. which is not something that I would be happy about as a general manager. I would yell at Peter if he did that shit. Peter would never get subbed. But <laughs> yeah. also, yeah. if you were yeah, in this have... crazy alternate also, universe, if you, in that alternate universe, do you submit your roster late? Uh, I never submitted a roster late, but you know, mistakes do happen. And I was, I was gonna. When we went into this thing, I was gonna say, man, I feel like 100T does not do a lot of great messaging around their roster decisions. But if you submit your roster late, that's not something where you're gonna come out and say, well, we don't. Do this it. is what happened. Honesty's the best up. policy. Yeah. I don't. But I, can I don't think you why they wouldn't have been transparent <laughs> yeah, about not that. Here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I. I remember there was a rumor way back when that like Winter Fox had to play. Uh, oh, the Yellow Pete game. I remember hearing that uh, Yellow Pete's last game. I think he played on Winter Fox. Um, was because they hadn't submitted the paperwork to sub in a different player that week or something, and so they 
they ran Yellow Pete that weekend or on that one day or something. So um, up there with Winter Fox for victory on this one. I I don't know. I look, there's been a couple. Yeah, I, I want to say has definitely made roster exceptions in the past for people submitting shit late and like all this stuff too. Yeah, I don't know. I obviously it's changed now and it's good where they're stricter about it. Um, but I know for a fact, you know, like, there's stuff in the past where like, yeah, you know, if, if, if nobody's going to complain about it, you know, like it's fine. Just let it happen. Sure. Uh, <laughs> the one thing I will say about this is, uh, I think Kelby kind of mentioned it too. I don't want there to be this perception that like, cause I think I saw this a little bit on the, the, there was like a Reddit thread, uh, last week or maybe the week before that this show is just all about shitting on hundred T uh, first off, the show is all about shooting on either FlyQuest or TSM, depending on the week. So it's not 100T. Um, secondly, um, I, I think there's a lot of things that 100T has done really well. It's just it's weird that in the last couple of weeks we've seen some pretty big missteps or some pretty big head scratchers. And I think that's one of the frustrating things for me is that you end up in these head scratching situations and there's just no information out there, right? Like yeah. that we don't we don't really know what happened with Cody's son before. We don't know why this stuff happened this weekend. Uh, maybe it's they don't want to communicate it. But like you, and fans are left in the dark so frequently about these things. It's it's really hard to uh, understand their reasoning. So yeah, at least like people, you know, got upset at Cloud Nine for the way that they revealed their roster change information. But at least we had information to go off of. Yeah. You know, and I think that that led to a situation where now by the end of the split, we have benching memes at finals that were actually like really, really funny and is now like a uh, content and joke. But you like you can only create that narrative and turn that around back positively for you if uh, there is something to build a narrative from. Yeah. Right. Know? And I think as well, like 100 Thieves did get a ton of, of praise. Like they've been up and down with the community. Like at first it was like, oh, my God, this name's so dumb. And then it's like. But their merch is swaggy, and they're winning, and we like them a lot, and they're mm -hmm. cool, and they have an awesome doc series, and they got a ton of credit for that. And now, like, yeah, the pendulum has kind of swung swung back. Did the – I mean, I, I assume the heist came out. I missed it because I was in Oakland, um, and I didn't have a chance to watch it. But I assume the heist came out from this past week. Uh, I don't know if anybody caught it. Maybe Twitch chat can explain it if, if we missed it. But I, I wonder how they addressed it. Uh, the heist from this weekend is already out. No, no, from sorry, from from the initial Ricara Cody Sunset. Right from the Sun oh finals. yeah, they didn't put one out. They didn't. Mm. They haven't put one out in like two weeks. Well, so there's also that. I don't know if you saw the Twitter argument I got yeah. into. There's that whole thing <laughs> with Gabe. Yeah, did you see that? That was that was so we... sad. No, what happened? Basically, like on the dive, we were talking about how a lot of the team doc series have started coming out on Saturdays, which we were saying is like not as good because people don't have time to like process and watch and like get the context because there's games that week that day anyways so like yeah no you shouldn't release team doc stuff on the weekend right exactly it's, it's pretty common sense we're saying that that's been happening a lot and then we were joking like oh maybe it's because they're doing that and they're trying to like hide it gabe you know threw a bar back like just kind of joking around like yeah dude that's totally why and not because like it's a lot of fucking work and yada 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 yeah and then he said like it's it's the rare exception and then so he and I kind of went back and forth. I was like, it's not the rare exception. It actually happens the vast, vast majority of the time. Uh, you, like you guys are one in five in your last five and TSM zero and five. And then like a bunch of other people jumped into the conversation who then made like really weird points. Like I thought Matcom had a weird point where it's like 
shouldn't criticize art or something and i was like what are you talking about? <laughs> i love Matcom, dude yeah i was <laughs> so just like great <laughs> yeah dude, i love that yeah so i don't know it was it was just like this conversation that spiraled really out of control and no one was like make like myself included like not making any good points and then nice I'm it, gonna was, go back it, it was a mess. For a couple yeah. retweets out I, there. I, def I definitely was a, a mess in there too. Like I'm, I'm not looking at that conversation. Like I'm pretty happy with how I handled that one. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Regardless, uh, it's it's weird to me to realize that they have their show on hiatus. Like you're in playoffs. Why is your they show on hiatus? And thing. and I look, I love Gabe. He's he and I literally he was my roommate uh, for over. Oh a year. yeah, that's the other thing too. Is like I, I do know Gabe pretty well, and I obviously love his work and like Breaking Point and all that. But stuff, why so is I, your show on a hiatus? Yeah, I don't know. Like it's the it's this hype point of the year. Like you're, people are asking questions, and you're just you you throw everything on hiatus. It feels like the perfect way to just dodge drama. I forget how they handled the Medios one, but I feel like they skipped a week then too. Maybe I'm wrong. It was the same thing. They, they skipped. Uh, like a week or so and then they had nate shot like come in and do an intro I'm like this is what happened blah blah blah, blah and here's our the new episode of the heist <sighs> well, <laughs> yeah it doesn't doesn't sound good yeah that's just uh that's weird anyway thank you so much for calling in the i'm the one who knocks no problem yeah, have shout a good out one. to omen by hp <laughs> thank you thank you so much have a good one, <laughs> good one. on topic yeah. Um, all right, a couple more shout outs. Uh, I think we can do one more do call. You want, you want okay. Yeah. I feel what I who's next now. Yeah. I'm keeping an eye on the time. Uh where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Uh Rotodom Avoyu one Berserker. Uh calling chat out. Unlucky you got a sub now. Uh Sir Sircilian Teresian Vilson, twenty six, you reset for two months. Eat me, uh, timeless hero Dadris, who gifted a sub to five people. Uh, by the way, uh, right now September, you can uh, if you get if you have if somebody has gifted you a sub in the past on Hotline League or on my stream, you can resub for a dollar. It's kind of a cool deal. Uh, Baby kangaroos gift a sub to Yuna. I see Dom is here. Uh, I see what is I see esports. Uh, I see is Illinois College. Uh, where? Illinois. Illinois. College. Uh, Illinois College. Okay. Yeah. So you are, you know, I'm trying not to dox you here, but you do have it in your, your <laughs> title. You're a, uh, are you a competitor at Illinois College? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, uh, more importantly, you're a Twitch sub of the channel, so thank you for that. Uh, where are you calling from? I assume Illinois. Yeah, Jacksonville, Illinois. Jacksonville, so, Illinois. Middle of nowhere. Very good. Hmm. Well, <laughs> at least you got the the team to play on. What do you want to talk <laughs> yeah. about on the show tonight? Um, so I want to talk about how oh Mike, I want to talk about how um, Team Liquid will be NA's best performing team in team in re, and like uh, world history. Okay. Damn. Do you so okay, wait? Does so that I mean a semifinals appearance? Why don't you? Yes. Okay. I, I think so. Yeah. Semifinals. What Hot takes? Explain. <laughs> explain to me. All right. So out of like every NA team, like we just put superstars next to superstars. And it doesn't create a cohesive unit. And Team Liquid put superstars that go together. Like our like Team Liquid is based around like very strong team fighting. Like everyone plays like the top side of the map can play role players. Like Cobelter, Smith, and Impact are all like really good role players and like are superstars in their own ways. And they can all play around Doublelift, who is the greatest NA player of all time. Um, I feel like that. A lot of sense. 
<laughs> I feel like that combination can has never happened in NA history. So, like, oh, or do you have more? Like, I was just gonna say, like, when people were saying t- uh, 2016 TSM was the best roster, it was just it was just five superstars for the most part. And so, it wasn't cohesive. So, uh, you mentioned that this is the first time in all history that that NA has sent a team like this to Worlds. We sent these three guys to Worlds in 2015, and they lost to Brazil. Well, I would say, uh, what was the roster? Darshan and then Afrimu? Um Yeah. I mean, Impact is, I think, far, like, Worlds way better than Darshan. Like, at least in 2015 standards, like, 2015 Darshan is nowhere comparable to 2018 Impact. Yeah. And I think Ole, um, well, like Dublin and Afrimu are comparable to how like good Ole is with Dublin right now. So I mean, do you think that 2015? I mean, I know this, this is kind of a weird question, but like it, the pro, the Mark, are you talking to your cat? I'm just looking at him. Okay, <laughs> saw your lips moving. I didn't know what was going. Um, oh, okay. I just uh, drank a thing. Okay, that uh, that argument though, if if you feel like Aframu and and Ole very similar to each other, or like at least their their value in the bot lane is similar, and the one thing is like impact that's different here. It just it makes me nervous because I don't know if like I feel like 2015 CLG who I think went like they just bottomed out. They've lost all their second week I think and and then lost in the tiebreaker too. Yeah. Uh, like I don't know if that that's I I just I worry that this is the same thing. People lost their mind about TSM last year, right? They're like, oh, they're so dominant, you know, like. And then they go to Worlds, and every all the Korean players say, and I think I believe this. By the way, I don't I don't think this is a, a thing where it's like, oh, people need to figure out there's a difference between what Koreans say and what they mean. I do believe that like TSM and these these NA teams do show up in scrims. I just worry that they don't show up at Worlds, and that we're going to end up in the same situation where we see them like clear out Cloud Nine. Everyone's riding high on the Team Liquid train, and then uh, you know the expectations are so high, and it just ends up end up playing out that way. Uh, I'm going to add to that is that, like, these players have been, like, most of them have been playing, like, as you can, like, Paul Belzer, Dublift, and um, Xmithy. Like, they have so much experience together, and that just kind of helps them, like, be much more, like, a cohesive unit. Like, the macro games that they were playing uh, in the finals just completely outclassed C9, who seemed like they had a pretty good macro game in the semifinals, for the most part. And TL just completely outclassed them because of how cohesive they are as a unit. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Uh, Mark or Kelby, what do you guys think? I think I can understand the point about, like, having a very, very defined play style. Um, and the benefits of that. But I disagree with the idea that that's not what TSM 2016 had to. Like, they literally did the same thing every single game where, like, Peter played Lucian. And then Sven and Beer got mid priority, and they Roman dove bot lane and ended the game at like 25 minutes by like just abusing that. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that you know both those teams had pretty clear ways that they played the game, and that team didn't work because Doublelift couldn't get his typical advantages in bot lane, and Beer couldn't roam as easily, and like you know this this thing that they did over and over in NA doesn't work because they're up against tougher competition. 
Um, I do think that this team is a better macro, like mid to late game macro team, maybe with Smithy and Impact and uh, Pobelter and stuff. But I also, I don't know, I don't think they're as explosive. So I'm, I'm not with you on the the greatest team NA has ever sent. But I think, I don't think they're they're like some people were saying that this is the weakest team we've ever sent. I don't agree with that either. I think, I think they're kind of in line with a lot of the number one seeds we send. Yeah, I just worry. I mean, Mark, tell me if I'm I'm wrong here. That, like, it seems like they really play through double lift, and I feel like if somebody can just, you know, I don't know, that might win you NA. I don't know if it gets you far at Worlds, as if you're you're reliant on a single point of entry into their base. Like, I mean, my the, what I would say is like the problem that NA runs into every time is not like that. Oh man, this one playstyle that we use is super exploitable. It's like, well, you're just not good enough because like there's plenty of teams that win with one playstyle. Like RNG, right? Like they pretty much play around Uzi and it's the Uzi show and they they win all the time and stuff like that. So I think to me the problem is not that like, oh man, 2016 TSM fell apart because they played through double if then double if couldn't get the leads and so there was a it was a bad decision to have that playstyle. I'm just like, well, they had a, a pretty tough group, I guess, and then they couldn't get things going, and they choked a little bit. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I I personally feel like this team is on par with a lot of the number one seeds, like you guys said. I don't think it's like any better or any worse. I think that NA's issue, uh, in particular, with the the teams, and not saying that like Peter is the issue, but the teams that Peter's been on, which is like all the number one seeds the past couple of years have been the teams that Peter's been on. Um, is that they underperform in their their group matches. Uh, I think that those teams could have easily made it out of groups. This team can easily make it out of groups. Some of it depends on draw. The large amount of it just depends on you performing when it matters, uh, in especially in like the big deciding games. Uh, and then as far as like actually doing better than any NA team and making it to semis, I feel like that's pretty RNG based. Which is to say, you avoid RNG in quarters, and you avoid the Korean teams in quarters, and you get a reasonable matchup to actually make it to semis. It's RNG based, and then yeah. you're avoiding RNG. <laughs> yes. There you go. Uh, so yeah, I one thing that does give me hope is that the last episode of Squad, um, which I didn't watch, but that Damien is doing everything in our Twitch chat to get people to watch. Um, right now is it was a lot about like the mental fortitude that they tried to build into the team I think uh, and and Steve brought this up in his interview on stage with Ovali afterwards and that they spent a lot of this split just trying to make sure that the team could be cohesive uh, work well together overcome issues overcome nerves and that is interesting to me Kelby because you yeah. you mentioned like you mentioned this like what is the major failure of any teams in the past you feel like it's that they underperform that like yeah. they they fall apart um reggie's tactic in in tackling like why haven't we been succeeding was to try to build a stronger team of players steve's tactic seemingly after msi not before but i think after msi seems to have been okay if the international failures because we're underperforming because there's like a mental issue there Let's have, solve that problem and see how we do. So I do think it will be very interesting to see how that tactic plays out, right? Like, yeah. are these guys going to be way better? Because it's not just that they're getting outclassed. It's that they've been getting, you know, mentally 
they just fall apart at the seams. Everybody plays worse. And now are they going to be okay? Mark, any thoughts? Uh, I kind of agree. I think what often happens with especially TSM uh, is like they, they the pressure does get to them where they're like NA's hope. Right. That, that kind of happened, I think, at, at MSI with Ole and stuff. And like, you know, we talk about having stronger mental fortitude and that's that was Steve's approach. But until I see it, I'm going to hold my tongue because I could easily see it again where people are like poo-pooing 100 Thieves as the two seed. The three seed's going to look pretty weak. I mean, even if it's C9, which is what fans would be most hyped for, the fact that they got crushed by TL in the finals will make everyone looking at TL again to be the hopes and saviors of NA, double lifts, our Superman. He's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and that puts a lot of pressure on the team and him. And I'm concerned that, you know, despite what mental fortitude training Steve has tried to do in the last three months, it won't make up for five years of what's already happened. Or maybe he will have the golden glue effect, which is like you're in this situation where it's gone wrong for you so many times, you just come through the other side like, I don't give a, I don't feel pressure anymore. I know what this failure tastes like. I hope. like I'm not worried about it. I and hope. then he becomes golden god. I, I think it also, like, do you guys think the expectations for TL is lower than like in previous years for number one seeds? I personally I do, like for it. sure. I don't. The problem is, I don't know if it, if they have lower expectations, and that might be what matters the most. Is that I actually and and you're calling in right now and saying they're <laughs> the best team ever, right? Like you, you, you are proof that maybe the expectations are not lower. I think for NA as a region, they are across the board a little lower. And I feel like that happens almost every year. You know, it's just like slowly ticks I mean, down. Listen, I, that's that'll be the case until I do my first interview. <laughs> With a, team, a Korean player who says, "Well, I think Team Liquid's a contender to win all of Worlds this year," and then and then it'll go up so to the top of the subreddit. Is, I need to Pe- make sure you don't get to Korea and interview these people. People, people so will. You can't, you can't build the hype. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the reason. I'm holding NA back at Worlds. We figured it out. Um, so in the past, I've tried to crowdfund to go to these events. This time, I'm holding you guys hostage. North America, I'll be crowdfunding the opposite. Give me enough money, and I will stay home and not cover worlds, and uh, it, the team will succeed. I'm I've been the problem. Hey, thank you so much, I see Dom, for thank your you. call. Have a good one. All right, uh, I think it's time for a quick chat about speaking speaking of support. I want to shout out Omen by HP. They've been our sponsor for the show for quite some time, uh, beginning at the beginning of this year. Last worlds, they hooked Broad and I up. Uh, with some gear so that we could get the work done over there that we needed to get done. Um, and speaking of gear that they hooked me up with, uh, they recently they just hooked me up with, it's still my backpack because I brought it with me to, um, it's still my backpack because I brought it with me to uh, Oakland, but they sent me a new 15-inch uh, laptop. This is uh, just came out recently. Uh, really, really slim and nice. Fantastic it, for travel. Uh, did you say 15 inches? Yeah, it's the Omen 15. Oh, so it's, so it's one Travis. It's the Omen 15, and I don't appreciate dick jokes during my sponsor ads. Who's? Um, oh, sorry, but I forgot you're doing a sponsor ad. My bad. Uh, Kelby May, uh, sponsor expert. He's great at sales and deliverables. If you'd like to work I with them. I can sell Riot broadcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dash, what you need to do. Not helping myself right now. What you need to do is talk about the size of the uh, Mike's sub sandwiches and compare them. 
uh, to other things. We've got a 12-inch sub right here. Yeah, regardless. Just three inches short of a Travis. Yeah. Regardless, uh, I really appreciate their support as much as I resent Kelby's anti-support of this show. Um, and and uh, they've been doing some great stuff in the space for quite some time. I, I've seen a lot of people uh, tweet and reach out mentioning uh, that they have... Uh, they've purchased Omen keyboards. They've purchased Omen hardware. That stuff is so wonderful and helpful. I really appreciate it. Um, I uh, I just got to say thank you to all of you for supporting Omen's support of this show. And again, thank you so much to Omen uh, for supporting Hotline League uh, and the content that I create. A fantastic uh, group of people over there. Moving on. Uh, we got another caller coming up. Uh, and I want to say, by the way, I didn't interrupt the last call, but we hit a thousand subs on this channel, uh, which is quite is that impressive. The first time you've ever done it? Yeah. So I Ooh, my wow. previous cap right before MSI was eight hundred, uh, like right around the time that I was trying to get folks to to help send me to MSI, we went up to eight hundred. Uh, you know, about a month ago we dropped down to like six hundred or something like that. But with all the uh, IRL streaming I was doing this week and there were a ton of people that came in a lot of people gifting a lot of people sending stuff So thank you guys so much uh, for that is actually very helpful um, and that that type of stuff that goes to uh, Unsponsored content or content that costs more than you know, maybe the production costs are pretty expensive Sometimes we don't completely cover it playmakers by the way is a great example of a piece of content that was not sponsored at all uh, but did cost quite a bit of money to create so I want to appreciate or thank you guys all I've been waiting for mark to move to the other channel and get the next caller. Oh, what well, I, I didn't I said, I said at the end of the ad, I was like, and we're ready for the next caller. So oh, I'm going to talk about sponsors. Line. It's okay. Sorry. I, I'm, I'm on, I'm on Reddit because oh. of course that gets clipped, you know, and I, yeah, yeah. are you, oh, you're in there like doing the, the backpedaling. <laughs> well, so, 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 no, no, no. Someone was like, I'm surprised Mark is abusing his riot position like this. This is fucked up. Oh, and yeah, then yeah. I was like, I don't use like, if it's, if it's riot exclusive knowledge, I don't use it ever. Yeah. Mark. Unless I, unless I, unless I get the okay by them, which is almost yeah. never. And so, regardless, I'll always get it somewhere else. Yeah. If so, the, then this guy says, you know, the only way, the only people who would know about this would be the hundred thieves and riot staff. And I was like, wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no, this a lot stuff of gets spread around. A you lot. wouldn't believe how loose-lipped this scene is. Yeah. Because by the way, there's probably a lot of people at hundred thieves and riot that are upset about this stuff or think it's stupid. They're not very good at keeping a secret, right? Like, well, very... it doesn't even have to be that. I mean, like, the fact uh, that Mark knows about it is an example of that. No, I just mean like hundred. I don't because this is going to kind of. If yeah. I say too much, I'll reveal who sure, I. Sure, 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 sure. But like, people talk. You know. Yeah. Always has been the case. People, like when I was on on Curse and Team Liquid, we would try and limit like what was happening with us. We had plenty of holes when I was there. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, I just got a little distracted. Look at the next caller. Yeah, Mark's Mark's comment, by the way, in a situation like this, I'll ask people on the scene, do you know why Ricara is starting, who they were scrimming with this week, why didn't they go back to Ricara, et cetera, and that's how I find out about this information. So, uh, But again, uh, back to the subs, by the way. Again, we hit the 1,000. Thank you so much. Dadris for your five subs. Baby Kangaroos for gifting to Yuna. Dwight Dash, Zito Doxo, Sir Malefact, who gifted a sub to Destiny Spire. Slim Slim sent 100 bits. Kevin's Murray, two months. Kradarif, Supreme Court. Tubes, uh, Blue Oys, Tim Tam, Bim Bam, Sendrin 96, Consulate 64. Easy Bake It Up is here. I don't 
I don't really yes. know what that's supposed to reference. I'm not going to ask. Uh, you know those Easy Bake Ovens? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are awesome. I mean, Easy Bake it up, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> good Good call. Uh, what? Where are you calling from? Uh, from the Detroit area. Detroit area. All right. I was just in uh, Detroit as I was driving out to Battle Creek, Michigan a while ago. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to talk about on the show tonight? Yeah, so it kind of goes along with what you guys were just talking about, but I think that the NA fan reaction to performance has had a pretty significant impact on their performance internationally speaking the last few years. And uh, do you guys follow traditional sports at all? No. Yes. Uh, I do. All right, yeah, I should say. Yes. Okay. So I'm, I'm a diehard Lions fan from the Detroit, mm-hmm. and they just lost 48-17 tonight, and I saw them get torn up on Twitter. And it really got me thinking about just how Fairweather fans wear down on teams because, like, I attended the 0-16 game back in 08, and people were in bags on their head, and you can't expect the guys to win. Yeah. <laughs> you can't expect them to win if you're going to dog on them like that. And I think the yeah. same thing applies to esports as well because you've seen players, like, I mean, I don't want to pick on people like Ole, but when they're in, in stronger the chat, mental states – yeah, <laughs> they do perform a lot better. And I think just shifting the mindset of like shitting on our teams whenever they're doing bad, memeing the hell out of them to, you know, supporting them when they are down, helping them recover, because, you know, we are human at the end of the day, regardless if they're getting paid to do this or not, just really will help them with their success. And especially internationally when they do have the pressure. And I think you guys mentioned NA's only hope, you know, it kind of mm-hmm. helps them avoid that mental degradation. And I'm just curious what you guys think about that. Players need to stay off social media at all costs, and teams need to do a better job enforcing it. When we were doing the Dota boot camp, EG went through... I'm going to make a Dota analogy, but it's something we talked about. EG went through uh, a year this year where they have historically... Their Dota roster has been like the most beloved in the space by far, and this year they got... They became like the most hated team in the league. They became the, the villains, like infamous. Or very polarizing, right? Uh, and it's very, very difficult, I think, when you have players who have been loved for such a long period of time to suddenly be like the villains in a scenario. Um, so we tried to really seriously enforce, you know, people not going on social media because Twitch chat just becomes toxic. And I think, yeah, especially for somebody like Ole, where you have the MSI situation or even like, you know, uh, like I imagine it's hard for people who have memeable names like Cody Sun and stuff when this shit goes on uh like you you need to do everything in your power to be really serious about keeping your players off social i mean pole belter talked about that in the in the panel interview at the end he talked about how he came back from msi and his performance was poor at the beginning of the split because he saw everybody talking about how like all the other teams sent people like um i don't know like all these all-star mids and they like and then and they sent pole belter and he said that really got to him and that that yeah. lowered his performance, and so yeah. I I hear you um, on that. I don't know if it's going to change, but I do hear the call for it uh, being a good one. Uh, easy bake it up. Yeah. yeah, you're you're never going to change the audience. They will never stop shitting on people when they fuck up and stop making jokes. Like it's it's a really nice sentiment, and it would be really great if you like if we lived in this fantasy world where we could rally an entire fan base to always be positive little flowers about our players and you know always like be super supportive and like it's okay zix the draft will go better next week you know like <laughs> you know link like it's okay you know like it's it's a bad anivia game those things happen you'll get them next time buddy but that's never going to happen 
the yeah. the onus falls on the org and the players to police themselves about staying away from that negativity. Uh, so on the one hand, like I'm, I'm one of those people who's like, yeah, move the needle though. Like it should be encouraged, and we should talk about it and be like, everyone, the two thousand people in Twitch chat, when when TL goes and lays a turd out the first game of Worlds, don't go on Reddit and say we're fucked. Yeah, don't put the pressure on them. Don't do it. You, we, I think it's fine to say that, yeah. but like, yeah, some people aren't going to hear that message. Right, right. And some people aren't. And, and to Kelby's point, like, a lot of it comes down to the pros, and it's just how it works because part of the fan experience is having that kind of cathartic release of like, we just fucking lost or we just won, and going on Reddit and instantly being able to spill your emotions. And I would never want to cut that part of being a fan off because I think it's so integral to to being a fan. Yeah. <clears throat> I I think it's interesting. So one thing that's funny is we were talking to a caller a little bit ago and the, the conversation was around, is it good that expectations are low for NA um, and then there's not too much pressure? Um, and the assumption, of course, being that if there's like too much support and too much expectation that the team will, will suffer. But now we're talking about a, a separate thing, which I'm not saying is wrong, that if there is uh, too little enthusiasm or too much doubt then the team will suffer. And as a second uh, thing, I think it's very funny. I, for a long time, I've heard about how in the... Uh, is it LPL or LCK? I think it's LCK. But originally, I thought it was LPL. One of the two. There's a fan meme. I think it's LPL now. I think there's a fan meme called Poisoning the Milk, where you, you intentionally yeah. shit-talk your players ahead of time because you think you're going to jinx. If you, if you believe in the team too much you're going to jinx your chances. So everybody goes on the forums and they're like, actually, Team Liquid has been really bad. I don't think they're going to do it. There's no way they could do it. This is just not going to happen. And the hopes that like they're going to end up uh, and the hopes that they're going to end up winning. So it's just, oh, it's LCK. Apparently it's a KT meme. Or maybe it's both now. Who knows? But uh, regardless, I find that very funny. It made me kind of think about this. Yeah, I can definitely see that for sure. Because, I mean, you see a lot of athletes that also perform a lot better when they do have a chip on their shoulder. So I'm not sure if that's necessarily along the lines of that or if it is just a superstition thing. But, yeah, I can feel it. I guess my call was really about, you know, I think you said shifting the needle. Kind of, you know, where yeah. can we establish? Because, like, obviously, you know, Kelby, it, like like you said, it's not going to be everyone. You can't take that away from the fans to have those ups and downs. But establishing a base of people that can still be there because if you have everyone against you at the end of the day it's you know kind of shitty to be a pro what are you really doing it for oh yeah for sure yeah Very good. uh easy bake it up thank you so much for your call yeah thanks guys yeah. mark uh before you leave i i have this idea i don't know why i thought about it at the end of that call but i was i came up with it on the drive down i was talking to broden about it um and Kelby, I'm very curious about your thoughts. What if every week we had a segment on the show where we targeted a non-endemic brand? Like, I thought about this because we stopped at Panda Express, and somebody's like sponsored by Panda Express. And I'm like, and then we we get everybody on Hotline League to tweet at Panda Express and say you should sponsor esports. And then the next week we do it again. And the the idea is that eventually, Hotline League, this show is responsible for a multi-million dollar deal. And, you know, I'd, I'd, of course, there's some legal arguments to be made that, you know, maybe we'd all deserve a cut of that deal. But um, <laughs> but regardless, we'd be able to bring in some crazy company. And we, it's just always fun. Who are we going to pick? Maybe one week it's Panda Express. Maybe the next it's, uh, I don't know. 
Uh, How about we start with Elon Musk? He was there. I don't. I feel like that's a. He's a. Let's let's wait till the news cycle calms down a little bit on Elon Musk. Oh, Travis, I appreciate your desire. We're gonna do it, Kelby. Enthusiasm. Kelby, don't don't shit on this idea. I'm not gonna shit on it. I'm just saying, you know, like I think I think your heart. Somebody is says in pick the right Trojan. Place. Somebody says pick Trojan. It will never ever ever happen. But really, that makes me want to try it even more. If you if you pick a small enough company, fine. But you said non-endemic. Well, all the I mean, you can't pick an endemic. They're inherently in the space. Yeah, but maybe they're not spending money on this program, or maybe you pick like Let's you have pick to pick a, a small non-endemic. You know, like they're not in the space, but they're not a big so, company. I have a funny story that might work with this. Um, I forget who it was. It was it was one riot caster to another. Um, where like they got a hold of their like uh, Twitter account and they were like kind of just memeing them and they made them follow like a fuckload of pizza accounts like Domino's, Papa John's, like everything, including right. like they started following like local ones, you know, with like no followers. <laughs> and uh, like I forget who it was, but you know they're they're reasonably sized, you know, like hundred k Twitter followers, <laughs> and they fucking. Like the the pizza place like DM them and they're like, hey dude, thanks so much for the follow. We we love the LCS or something. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So well, I think we just need to target local business, local non right. pandemic. Well, I will say though, one something idea that where... I really like, one idea that I really like, and I I I don't consume their products too much. Somebody in Twitch chat said Wendy's because they're they're so active on social media that if you start like a campaign. I mean, the problem is I think you'd have to do it every week to get them. Yeah, the the edgy social media intern does not have the ear Nobody of the CMO it. for Wendy's. You the as much yeah, as yeah, but you got to assume that Wendy's pays a are, lot of attention to their their social media stuff. Sure, and as much as I love Hotline League, we are not a big enough community to move the needle for. Kelby Wendy's. says we can't do it. Yes, I do. Kelby agrees. Prove me wrong. Kelby agrees with me. We should target local businesses. Like, what, let's I, find, what, can we find let's something find in the sushi, middle? Let's find a sushi place nearby. Yeah, that gives no, but they don't. They don't have marketing budget. Or something. All right. Yeah, you're right. They don't. They'll you know. give you free product. You should aim for product. Let's get some free product, dude. I can eat sushi on air. I mean, dinner tonight. Uh, Travis doesn't want. I don't want them to sponsor. I don't want them to sponsor Hotline League necessarily. I want them to come in with a spend on the LCS. Or on uh, Team Liquid, yeah, Team yeah. Just One, or something. Kelby, I'm trying okay. to help your your make your job easier. My job? You mean Riot's job? Do you not sell stuff in the? I I, I know don't sell that, stuff for Riot. Certainly, no. I'm saying any of this, any of this stuff. Team. Okay, stuff, you know yeah. right. You know what? You're right. Let's go. What Actually, do you oh, sell? Who I do almost you sell just for, gave away Kelby? my thing. I knew. I knew who do you sell you, for, Kelby? I knew you were angling for that. I almost I almost gave it away too. Um. Uh yeah. So he says, "Get it's Circuit nice. City." <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they have a ton of budget right now. Yeah, uh, that's true. Okay, yeah. uh, let's let's Move take on. another caller and think about it. Maybe maybe on the next call, we'll or after the next one, we, we'll figure it out. Yeah, Twitch chat. Start coming up with a. Uh, we need like a right. middle size. I don't. I want something that's not local. I, like more, they they're a chain, but they're like smaller. <laughs> is it out the right thinking. size? In and out might they're... be, but I feel like Hundred Thieves can already get that, you know. But maybe that's the right size. Maybe it's like a regional, regional sponsor rather than a. The only problem is, is that the way market like we don't hit regions, we hit 
We hit the world. Yeah, we do. We we do. Anyways, let me get the next caller. Okay. The world of esports. Sindrin ninety six. Thank you, Consulate sixty four. Jedi Mace, uh, who said Double Up was by far the greatest North American player of all time. Sent four hundred five bits. I'm to Hex. Sent five dollars. Do you guys think they should have streamed the pre-show on day two by Romaine? It was epic, and it feels like a missed opportunity. No, because they were streaming the countdown instead. Deadly yet subbed. Quad Quad Demon subbed. Ribbon Shoe reset for four months. Uh, Guster for Robin. Zafrigan Gusenimin. You guys are literally just making up names. Fez is here. Fez, where are you calling from? I am calling from Mobile, Alabama. Mobile, Alabama. Okay. And what do you want to talk about on the show tonight? I wanted to talk about it's pretty much your shitting on TSM weekly thing. Uh, basically, right, this I was feels saying... very personal from the start. Go ahead, though. <laughs> Well, I'm actually a 100 Thieves fan, to okay. be honest with you. Okay. But uh, basically, I thought that TSM's performance in the third place match was pretty much kind of like every one of their performances where they were more so reacting to everything than actually being proactive the whole time. And our whole prognosis was basically, let's wait for Cody to make a mistake after they saw game three and game four. And it just pretty much, it's just pretty upsetting because a lot of the community gets really upset. At 100 Thieves, I know Marks has as well, <laughs> but I really believe that, you know, I, I don't think TSM would be any more better than 100 Thieves at Worlds, to be honest with you, and it's, I think why a lot of people think they will be is because it's Sven, Mithy, Bjergsen, Hanser, it's like the old success of names is carrying them to that status. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Like, I didn't walk away from that TSM 100 Thieves series. Like, my God, TSM would have been a great representative for NA at Worlds, and now they might not go, you know? Like, I don't think uh, that's how I felt about that series. Like, it's sad that TSM, like, or not sad, but, like, it's both these teams had to fight tooth and nail for that, and it wasn't super clean. What I will say about the 100 Thieves point before going back to TSM is that, like, the only people 100 Thieves have beat in a best of five this this year is Clutch and FlyQuest. Uh, and they lost two best of fives and end up in Worlds in, like, in a row. So like, I understand why people are disappointed in 100 Thieves. Um, but at the same token, to your point, like TSM is not functioning well and are in a lot of ways getting their support off brand name. I actually do agree with that, where it's like we've seen Bjergsen and Sven and Mithy at worlds before and they've done pretty well so they like you know we want to see them again but they don't work as a unit right now so if you actually look at this team you probably wouldn't be excited about them to worlds so i i kind of agree with with the point that point as well i think it's really foolish to care about any team at worlds aside from team liquid right now like i feel to be fair I will say that this is the way I also felt the last two years, where like TSM, it felt like there was such a big gap between them and everybody else. But especially after watching third and fourth place match and semifinals and finals, it feels like the gap between TL and the other two teams that are going to go to Worlds from North America is just gigantic. And uh, like they're they're the only team that has like a a good shot at I don't know 
doing something and for na the def the definition is different depending on who you ask but for me doing something is making semifinals and uh not making out of groups i don't think that making out of groups is doing something um yeah so i i feel like tl is the only team that really right now is showing us that and everybody else looks so bad by contrast mark yeah oh go ahead no no you, you go i was gonna ask uh, and I, I know that this is a little off topic, but I feel like we'd have to have this discussion sometime tonight. You shut me up if you feel like you've got another person in the can for this, but is cloud nine as bad as they looked? Cause I actually, so I talked, I ran into Jack, you weren't there, right? This was right before I, I think we, I see you in the hotel lobby. Oh yeah. No, that was that. I, I came down late. Okay. I knew this conversation. Yeah. Jack was there. And Jack was saying, and you know, he's a team owner. Of course, he's going to want to say some uplifting stuff. But he was saying, look, this past week we had some uh, really shitty scrims. We tried to, like, really overthink it. And then we were suddenly losing a ton. So then we tried to go back to our conventional side. And we weren't, like, I uh, I do feel like, especially, especially given that Cloud9 beat Team Liquid not too long ago. I know it was a best of one, but... I do feel like Cloud9 is better than what we saw from them this weekend at finals, and that's part of the reason why I still think they're going to make it through the gauntlet, and I still think that they are, are if, if they make it through gauntlet, and at least if they don't look like crap going through it, that they could still be a good team for us at Worlds. Well, they, they can be. Like, that's happened every year, right, where TSM was the favorite... And then, like, another team actually, like, came out and, like, did a lot better. Like, but right now, it feels real bad. And I don't know, man, because, like, I think I think for sure Cloud9 obviously could have had an off-series. But considering they played TSM super close, and then they got beat by TL so bad, and TSM also played 100T really close, who had just played Cloud9 really close, and 100T got bopped by TL. Like, it was a 3-1 series, but it felt like a really lopsided 3-1 series, in my opinion. Um, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm just... Even if even if TL has a better... Or C9 has a better series, I feel like uh, TL is probably a significantly better team right now. Yeah, Mark. so I, I, I had a similar feeling to you, Travis, where I was like, well, they did beat them twice in the regular season pretty convincingly, and they were both super hot in the back half of the split, and C9 was, like, the best team. Um... And so I, I did ask some people like what they thought, like, you know, did you think TL, uh, C9 underperformed in, in any way? And a lot of people didn't actually think they underperformed that hard. Like, uh, I think a lot of people expected more out of them, but people were saying that, you know, these are other players who have been scrimming both teams or something like that. They were saying like, you know, no, I actually think just TL is a way better team than they are. Um, and I think it is scary going into Worlds, like if, if they qualify the gauntlet that like the people who seem to do the worst in playoffs when it mattered the most was the new guys like blabber has been a complete non-factor in the playoffs where he was one of the most important parts of their rise in the regular season and golden glue had a, a decent series against tsm like not great and then he did not have a good series versus tl or good game i guess he only got one game yeah uh so like I do think that they, they're capable of more and they're capable of better, but I think reasons that they did not perform are things that could easily still be true come Worlds just because it's like these are really young, young, young-ass players who are not going to be ready for the or probably not going to be ready for the moment. Yeah. 
right. I would well. like to say one thing on it, if yeah. it's okay. Yeah, of course. Uh, I think C9, the problem, I think YTL basically bopped them so hard in the finals. Which, and I think Jat made a great point of it, was the vision was so good from TL. Yeah. And they basically countered all their aggression, and they figured out how to do it by just putting vision in very important places during certain parts of the game where they knew C9 would be very aggressive with their young players. And I also think that a lot of the C9, oh, excuse me, C9 younger players have hit that wall and yep. their mentality from here on out is going to be really important, especially in the gauntlet. Uh, to your point, Fez, Pobelter also kind of said in an interview, like after he got slammed by the Swole bros, he went and like looked yep. at what they, what they did to him. And, you know, part of it he was saying was the matchup, but part of it was just like, mm -hmm. well, I studied those games and I looked at what they tried to do. And I was a lot more intelligent with Smithy right. about controlling that stuff. And, and that, that rookie wall that you're talking about is a very real thing. Acadians talked about it. A lot of people have talked about it. So it's, it's scary stuff for C9, not necessarily in terms of qualifying for Worlds. I still think they're probably the favorite, but like, I'm not going in with like the kind of typical C9 confidence that we had after years of impact Jensen sneaky and whoever in the jungle yeah i think kelby made a good point of it too of like tl is like the pinnacle of, of what we have right now in na and and maybe it's nice that the two teams beside you know or the one team that goes out of all the teams in the gauntlet it may be a pleasant surprise at worlds we never know mm -hmm. so yeah i think it's also possible too that tl is just a much better best of series team and groups is not best of you know, like it's it's a lot of rapid fire matches, and I think that it's 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 very possible maybe that TL is also just a team that is really good when they have that time to prep for their series. Well, and also on the flip side for C9, like if we're talking about they like they can be kind of controlled if you know what they're trying right. to do, and maybe they're they're if you know how to prep for their drafts and you ban Kindred Zillion and you're smart about this kind of stuff, then maybe they're easily controlled. But in a best of one where everyone's prepping for a lot of games as well as trying to figure out the meta for themselves. <laughs> People not, might not be a hundred percent ready for C9, and maybe they're a bit better in that situation then. But uh, like everyone's talking about, whoever goes third has to play. I think as Emily was pointing out in the chat, like they have to play in, in the gauntlet first, as, or the uh, play-ins first as well. Whoever comes through the gauntlet. Yeah. So even if C9 is going to be better in like an explosive best of one setting, they still have to play a best of series to get there uh, on the international stage against probably a wild card region. IDC play-ins. Yeah, I mean that's how everybody feels, but still, like they do, they they are a component, I think, of of the bigger yep. narrative. Yeah, for a team's success at Worlds. Hey, I want to thank you so much for calling in, Fez. Yeah, thanks, guys, for having me. Right, have a good yeah, one. keep up the good work, dude. Thank you. Take care, guys. See ya. All right. Uh, wait. That was a game development reference. Mark. Hello. <laughs> what about like? Warby Parker. Oh, uh, they're glasses, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're like a direct-to-consumer brand that now has some stores open. Travis, I can't even. A I lot of people. A, a lot of people they wear can't glasses. Send me a product for me to use. I can't Is this an on-air discussion or not? People wear. Discussion. No, no. We need one for this episode. Um, they're not gonna. They're not gonna watch this anyways. I can't endorse a product I don't use, right? Well, we're not endorsing. We're suggesting that they look to find. We're, again, we're not trying to find Hotline League sponsors. We've got a great one. Let me throw up their logo on the screen right now. Look, it's spinning. Um, yeah. The, the, but I do. You know, maybe they come in. I feel like they're mid tier, right? Let's first off, they they're all over the U.S., so we don't have to worry about it being regional. And and then they, 
you know, I think it could work. What about DiGiorno's? Yeah. Mark, uh, if you're not if you're worried about wait, them not getting this? visibility, I'm sure they'll see it. I also just am not excited about it. Okay. You're you come up with the next one. I said DiGiorno's right no, now, off the no. top. Okay. I I'm vetoing that one. Kelby, your turn. It's not delivery, it's shit. Kelby, it's your turn. I'm just kidding. It's I... food that's in my freezer. Kelby, and I can eat it whenever. One? What? Do you have, do you I already brain? said what's I already said what's not gonna happen here. Wait, no, 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 you're not you're not playing the game right. That's not your that's not how you play the game. You're supposed to come up with a brand. Pass. Right. I like Twitch chat suggestion. Tyler One. What if we got sponsored by Tyler One? <laughs> I don't think that's Dude. a thing. Dude. That's actually such a good idea. Twitch chat literally just suggests porn. They just rotate through all the different porn, porn websites. Yes. Um I mean that could, you know that's just a random one that I threw out there. I like the Tyler One <laughs> idea. Guys, tweet at Tyler One and tell him to sponsor. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, no, don't do that. We, I just formed a really good relationship with him. I don't Grace, want my it wife to be. Is giving me right now. You don't want to troll him. Kelby, no porn. <laughs> oh, I almost spit out my water. That was <laughs> so close. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the next caller. I okay. shout out some shout out some stuff. Okay. Uh, Peace, loves, and Lomo, uh, seven months. Ernstad, uh, Twitch Prime, ladder, ladder, slider, Band-Aid for you, Fletch, duh, Antoine, Antoine, Sam the Loquacious, Hollow Moon, LOL, Liz Havler, Impossible Katana, Robot Russ, for ten months. Uh, boop, poop, poop, subbed, Suchi Maya, Mufflin, Puffin, Dan Floor, and Scrapjack. <laughs> LacunaCraft is joining us. LacunaCraft, I feel like you've been here before, or I recognize you from Twitch chat. No, it's been around for a long time. Okay, well, welcome. Uh, happy to have you on the show. Thank you. Uh, what do you want to talk about on the show? Oh, first off, where are you from? I am from San Francisco Bay Area. San Oakland Francisco. native. Were you at uh, the... Oakland native. Were you at the finals this weekend? Yes, I actually was. I went to Sunday only like Kelby. Okay. Yeah. Not very many people. Wait, sorry. Started. One more time. I was not. I transparently, he, I would he, not. He just said he was looking. He went to the finals. He went only. to the. He only went to the finals like you did, Kelby. Oh, okay. Cool. Sunday only. Yeah. Okay. So, Lacuna Craft, what do you want to talk about on the show tonight? My point was very simple. I, the NA Finals was a great event, a great show. It's just. The things around it just felt abysmal. Like, there's a lack of food vendors. People were waiting in line for a long, long time. At least two or three people around me, just sitting around me, straight up missed the games just because of how long it took to get food. Kelby. Travis, you want to take this one? Kelby. <laughs> Travis. I was at catering downstairs. I had no problem getting food. But yeah, Kelby, no, you I, were... was, I was downstairs in the Crown Royal Club, and in my section, I only had to wait a little bit for food. No, no, but expl- uh, do you not want to? I'm just confused. Do you not want to talk about your? Because we talked about this at the event. Yeah, I'm, so trying to understand I'm just why confused you're why you don't want to talk because we talked about this. But you, you were the one that experienced it. My experience was, weirdest. oh, Kelby's at the front of the line. I just walked past him. Kelby, can you get me a hot dog? I'll tell yeah, him yeah. I'll pay him, so, but then I never will. So Travis, Travis, the the reason that I was reluctant to share is because you know last week I was a little. Or last time I was on, I was a little. I could sell on. food better than Riot. 
Yeah. Anyways, um, I was a little, a little rough on some riders, you know, and I saw I saw a rider at the event, somebody, you know, that I used to see all the time uh, when I was a manager, and I got a hug from him, and I felt like, you know, maybe it was not as enthusiastic a hug as I would have received if, uh, you know, I hadn't said all those things. Anyways, um, but yes, we did have the conversation where I was, uh, I was slightly disappointed, I guess you could say, that um, in the entire Oracle Arena for the main ring which is, you know, like where the majority of fans have access to, there was yep. one food vendor open for the entire arena and the line was, yep. it was very it was long. Sold out event too. So it's just like, yeah. Okay. You have 8,000 some odd people, one yeah. food vendor. I literally, there's some, there's someone that went to go get food at the end of game one and did not get back until mid game three. Jesus. Uh, so I saw some people asking in Twitch chat, so maybe Kelby, you can sh uh, tell me if you know this. People are asking, is that on Riot or is that on the uh, arena? You know, I actually do not know. So I heard, um, I heard this. Uh, I heard that there were a lot of challenges with the the venue this time. Mark, I don't mm -hmm. know if you heard that. I am actually pretty isolated to things about the game yeah <laughs> like in, I, don't, passing, I don't i don't talk very much to, to event coordinators and stuff in passing Here's... i had heard that the arena was a challenge um and so i don't know if that includes food or not uh but i would not be surprised if this like okay let's be clear here riot has done some really stupid shit this year and it's been driving me crazy but but <laughs> i gotta imagine they've done enough of these now that yeah. they know to open more than one food vendor on the main level. So that, I don't I I'm guessing that was not them, that was the venue. Maybe they could have pushed more, maybe this is a lesson, maybe there's like a contract that they now need to make sure the stuff is in uh, because that's often how a lot of these things go is like you do the deal and then you realize like, "Oh, wait, we didn't um but like I I'm guessing the food situation was not them, though maybe they could have done more to fix it. But well, were there merch issues as well, Lacuna Craft? Um, there was at the very beginning, just because I only saw two merch vendors the entire time and very beginning, they were just swamped, just like the food was. So if you wanted anything, if you weren't there within the first 10, like 50, hundred people inside the door, you just were waiting for however long it took. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm Rachel really says in chat, by the way, it took me a whole game to get a bottle of water. Yeah. Same. What what I'm really confused about with the food situation is why like I feel like for both parties they would want more food vendors to be open. Like Riot obviously wants more food vendors to be open so that uh, fans can you know get fed easily and quickly. And I think if I'm the venue, I obviously want more food vendors to be open because it allows me to sell more product. Maybe you have the argument that like. Uh, well, everybody who's going to eat is going to stand in the line and get food regardless. And like, it costs us more to have more staff to, to like, you know, have different stands open, but like the people who are working these stands are not getting paid a ton of money. And also I'm sure that like they, the Oracle arena has been open enough for a long enough period of time. And they have enough data to say like with, once we hit this certain number of fans in the venue, it makes sense to open another food stand because it allows us to be more efficient with the lines 
And actually, we do see that, like, you know, somebody looks at the food line and they say, well, fuck it. I'm just going to, you know, not order food because I'm not going to stand in this line. Because I'm sure there's a ton of people that wanted food and saw that line and were just like, YOLO, dude, there's there's no way that I'm standing in this line. I would just eat after the event. And then they the venue misses out on revenue because of that. Ride is not taking a cut of the concessions. I'm like 90% sure with their agreement with the with the venue. The venue is getting that concession money. So I, the venue is getting the revenue. I'm sure that they want to sell. That's why I'm confused. Like, I think both parties want to sell as much food as possible. I don't get it. I don't know. And to be honest, I did see on Twitter the first day, uh, the esports writer, Fionn on Fire, he did mention, mention a few times that he overheard staff talking about why don't we have more people here? Why isn't there more open? We are just swamped. What is this? So I have no idea. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how that's split. It's just, it seems like a glaring flaw that should have been fixed way beforehand. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. It's not an ideal situation. Nope. <sighs> yeah, I, I'm sorry. I was looking through Fionn's tweets to see if uh, I could find the... It was the on Saturday, there. specifically... Uh, yeah, it's fine. I, I I believe you. I mean, I, I just was wondering if you said anything uh, specific. Well, he had, he had pictures of the lines, and they're just wrapped around themselves almost. It was yeah. insane. Oh yeah, here we go. Line for food and alcohol at the Oracle. We'll put we'll put his tweet up. Shout out to uh, Fion for this. But um, oops, that's not what I want. Title T. Uh, I want this. Um, yeah, I I don't know. That was really weird. I I I mean, riot. Say what you will, I think they are... Okay, well, I lost it now. Um, say what you will, I think that they really do care about fan experience, and they oftentimes will do more for the fan experience. Like, they will... Like, media will get the shaft, right? Because, like, oh, this is bad for media, or for fa fan experience, or sponsors, or whatever. Like, they oftentimes prioritize, or they usually prioritize fan experience over this. So, I right. assume... I, I just want to give them the benefit of the doubt on this one, even though... Even though it is obviously they need to fix it for the future, but it does feel like it's probably a venue thing. And oh, sorry, someone was pointed out in chat that like that picture you just posted was from the lower level that had more vendor that had less vendor less lines. There was people wrapped around the, the inner ring, like like Kelby was saying, wrapped all the way halfway across the stadium. It was just yeah. I don't know what happened. Yeah, depending you on your that. depending on your seat section, you could get into these like special clubs that had their own dedicated food lines where the lines weren't as bad. But yeah, if you had one of those like more GA tickets, you just pretty screwed for food. I don't know. I just, I, uh, you can go tweet at Oracle arena talking about tweeting at people. Oracle arena has a Twitter. You can hit them up and ask about it because, um, I just don't know why that would be the case. Well, I know people that work, that work for, oracle and it's just i asked him about hey i'm going to this event while well, i see you working and they're like uh no i'm working the a's game next door oh yeah no so many baby kangaroo says maybe it's because they had to staff the oakland a's game concessions at the same time and were understaffed but there's got to be times where they run both these things i don't know the fact it's, of the matter is we don't know yeah. i don't want to spend too much time on this uh longer because it's just frustrating and shitty and hopefully right can fix it in the future i i don't know how but hopefully they can yeah. Sorry you experienced that, Luke Kunicraft. That sucks, though. I feel bad for all the fans that did have Yeah, it. and that, I think the worst thing for me is just it was my first big uh, League of Legends event, and everything outside was awesome. All the team stuff was awesome. But just going inside and seeing that was just like, okay, I can see. Yeah. Just 
Jesus, why? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, th- thank you, Lucunacraft. Thank you. Sorry for the downer topic. And shout out to Omumbai HV. And yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Thanks, dude. Yeah, thanks, man. Okay. Moving on. Oh, wait. Do we have another brand yet? Any other suggestions? Um, can we get a cat cat food brand? Oh, Yamex. you know who follows me is uh, on Twitter, and they have for years. They've followed me for like four years. I don't know why. Uh, Tidy Cats. Tidy Cats <laughs> follows seven. Litter? Tidy Cats follows seven hundred ninety-seven accounts. All right, it's not like they follow thirty thousand or whatever. Dude, someone I, didn't know they were on their corporate account when they chose to follow you. Hundred percent. No, because I've tweeted. <laughs> I've tweeted about how t- Tidy Cats follows me. And I don't understand why. And then somebody replied, and then Tidy Cats was like memed in response to it or something. Like they didn't. And they, a... they could have unfollowed me two months later, but they've stayed following me. They, I don't get it because like you don't even have a cat. I don't. You're, yes, that's the whole point. Cat. Yeah. Like I don't understand. Uh, Seven hundred ninety-seven accounts, and Tidy Cats follows me. I, I kind of like their Twitter just, feed. Their, their this, Twitter feed this, is great. This sounds like destiny. Should we? Should we, the problem? I, think we found I really our look. I want to prove Kelby wrong, and I'm not sure if Tidy Cats is a natural brand alignment Travis, with esports. Do you know how many fucking esports people have animals and cats? Kelby, if you Everyone had to pitch cats. Tidy Cats, what would your pitch be? How would you go about this? Twitch chat, do you have a cat? <laughs> Press 1 if you have a cat. Kelby, make the deck oh, right now. I want to know that's how. A, what's that's the a pitch? tough one, actually. You're talking to the Tidy Cats CMO. You've got him. You've got him. Kelby, right. He's sitting I'm next to him on, at right? the airport. I'm getting so market like, data right now. Look how many people have fucking cats who are watching right now. Look yeah, at this market data. <laughs> market so data. Is, We've got market data live for you right now. Yeah, when, just show them this. When you're pitching brands, what I'll what I'll traditionally do is I'll look at their activity and what the brand like is about and stuff, and think like, how does this authentically integrate into what you know we're doing or what the property is doing, right? Like, how did how do these guys help each other? How do they sync up? And yeah, I think Mark is Mark is going to be the feature of the deck, <laughs> right here. This shot, this shot is the feature. Uh, yeah. uh, make sure, NA is shitting the you bed at Worlds again. Do? We'll make sure that your cat doesn't shit the bed by using Tidy Cats. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. When we have collars for the sh- like Tidy Cats is like you know the litter box stuff, right? Yeah. It's no stinky smell, right? So we need to do like we need to have an integrated portion of our show where like when somebody has like a shitty opinion, <laughs> or actually because that's not going to sound great for tidy cats, but we put them in the litter box or something, yeah. And the tidy cats makes it smell better, yeah. Or like yeah, Mark comes in with the tidy cats cleanup or something like that and says like no, this is why. Yeah, yeah, that's great. All right, so somebody comes on, okay. they have a bad opinion, all right, and then Mark comes in with the tidy cats cleanup and sets them straight. And sets them on the path to, to smelling good or, or something like that. Yeah, and you yeah. have a custom graphic that comes up, and there's a moment, there's, there's a sound effect. Cat that walks he pulls the cat up into his arms. Oh my god! And I haven't shit. Tidy cats. You heard last week from Kelby. the show. You heard two weeks ago from Kelby that he could sell LCS better than Riot. You just figured out why. By the way, he just yeah, demonstrated yeah. it. Right? We gave yeah, him a yeah. prompt. We gave it an obscure brand uh, that has no, no relevance to esports directly, and he made it happen. 
All right. I think Tiny I'm Cats is it. I'm, I'm on board with this. Um, I'm on board. Yeah. Travis, do okay. you want to tweet first and we all retweet it? or what's Yeah, the yeah. I plan? think, no, I think we all need, I think we need like a... All, everyone tweets them. Here, let's get What if I it. tweet and people reply to my tweet? No, why don't we just have a copy that we give to Twitch chat so that all of them just copy and paste it. Okay, and okay. All Calby, send. what do you think? What's a good way to get a brand yeah, good, excited? Good uh, if I have... Maybe if the the CMO is a is a fan or the CMO's kid is a fan of Mark Z, that's usually the best. Okay, we, yeah, I know. because the CMO kid is in charge is a fan of something. Um, no, they haven't tweeted since 2017. Somebody says, no, I think if you go to their tweets and replies, they've been no, they were they tweeted September 9th. They tweeted yesterday. They just haven't tweeted yeah. anything. But if you look at their replies, they've been tweeting at back at people. The, the fucking social media person has the easiest job on the face of the planet. What'd you do today, Timmy? Well, I replied to somebody. Look, we need this person Z- to be an ally. They're going to come back and look at the VOD of this, Calvi. Right. No, no, I think I'm their social can... media intern is a genius, by the way. No, no, no. Yeah, we I can, love him. Her. We can uh, offer uh, them the uh, much more original content creation than they're doing right now. They have literally haven't had a post in almost a full year. Okay. All right. So... What do we? What is the? What is the tweet campaign that we're running? I'm putting this on my cat so I can screen cap it. <laughs> send it. Send a picture. Well, tweet. Can we? Get, can we get another caller in here? No, no, no Kelby. I'm asking you. Yeah. What is the copy that we use for this tweet? Man, this, we're gonna do right this is a lot of free consulting yeah. that's happening right now, Travis. We're, we're helping. You're gonna help me so many yeah. Dota games. I, I'm, not gonna gonna say, your, I'm not going to say what you do, resume. but you do bring work with brands. This might. You might end up. I'm. I'm doing free. I'm getting you the doorway into the brand right you wait, now. You're do, were you gonna say you're you're giving me a free something? Yes, a we're free free exposure, free we're gateway showing, into this brand, part. Kelby. What we're is the copy? Good. What is Thank the copy? You. Twitch chat thinks you're a god now. So just <laughs> that's. Oh my god, that's funny. I come on. I do, I don't have copy for this. Tweet okay, okay. We'll take another caller. When we get back from that caller, we're gonna. We're gonna have some copy. I'm gonna think right, about right. it. Uh, thank you to uh, C Molly Six for the sub. I killed the Red Queen, Kanoki, Bryce, who the Xanter, Senpai, please, Noodle Man, King Philbin, Korean Vibes, uh, CT Mason Thirty Nine, Doctor Pepperoni, and Ari Waddle, who resub for seven months. HP by Omen, sponsored by Travis. It is Omen by HP, by the way. But I appreciate the attempt. We got Quadrimon Quadri- on the show. What it's you Quaidmon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's God, that was so that was so alpha. I don't know why it, it just like it just sounded. Did so you just good change you your name it. while I was trying to pronounce it? The Cade. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's I, I I thought Cade would be easier, and okay. I'm come from Austin, Texas. Cade. Yeah, Texas indeed. Cade. I don't. I, you've already said your name. You you tell where you come from. I don't need to take you take it away, dude. It's all you. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just uh, wanted to talk about X Smithy and uh, his career and how I think he might be behind Double Lift and Bjergsen, probably the third best player NA's had or NA has. Well, you just said tied, and then you said third best. Oh, third oh, he... best. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Wait, you said best jungler too, I think. Yeah, best jungler as well, okay. easily. Anyway, so what's your argument? Um, well, he's you got can't four just titles. say it. You have to have yeah. a defense, right? Yeah. Okay, leave, well, he's leave. got four. He's got he's got four titles. Mm-hmm. He also was part of the 2016 MSI team, CLG, which best performance internationally. I just think his uh, his resume speaks for himself. 
And another example is like this weekend. Look, I think he really, really controlled C9, didn't let them do anything. He really shows, especially his experience against younger junglers, like he destroys Onda all the time. He destroyed Blabber. Finscaren's not a rookie or anything, but still destroyed him. Just think he resume speaks for himself. Sorry, I'm working on this tidy cats uh, clean, uh, copy, Mark. So you're gonna have to. Yeah, sorry. I yeah. thought I, Kate seemed so like he had it, so I just was gonna let him make. Yeah, no, I think. Go. I mean, I think it's it's hard to argue against best jungler. I think yeah. you know, like Meteos had his time, but he's mm -hmm. he's been in and out for a little while now. So yeah. I would say Smithy for sure, best jungler. Top three. I gotta think more about that one. Bjergsen double lift are, are pretty clearly one and two, I'd yep. say, in some order. Maybe we, we debate more about that, but I'm trying to think who would be three. Or if, like, mm. would it not be Afro moving? Afro, maybe? yeah. Afro was the first one that came to my mind. Um, I think also, like, mm, where do you put... This, is, this might be more controversial, but Dyrus for such a long period of time was like the stable rock and top line for NA. I know internationally, like, but Dyrus was like definitively like best top laner for such a long period of time. Well, I, I would look at some, some more of these other guys too, like sneaky, like as much as I love mm -hmm. Smithy, so has Smithy ever gotten out of groups? I don't believe are we so. Using, as we're, are we using that as any real measurement? Well, I think uh, it's worth thinking about. I'm not saying I. I yeah. Am. I'm just. I'm just trying to come up with other cases. Like, all right, so Smithy's won four titles. You know, kind of hard to go against that in any way. Yeah. But what else would people say? Like, you know, people have had more success internationally, even though he did have that 2016 MSI run. Right. I. I don't know. I. I would still probably put him number three. Yeah, I feel like if High's career would have been longer. a little bit longer. Yeah. yeah. Um, because he was so instrumental, and I think also if Medios's, uh like high period had been longer, because I think for like a peak jungler, like he was more dominant for a pretty good period of time than any jungler has ever been in NA before. Like Medios was fucking so good for yeah. like a for like three splits where it was like super insane. Um, I'd still agree, Smithy, though, number three. The, the, yeah. tougher, the tougher debate now might be Bjergsen or Doublelift, one or two. Yeah, I think that next year is going to be... Re this is not your topic at all, caller, but I think Sorry, that no, next, year, okay. Okay. next year is going to be really, really interesting for the one and two discussion between Peter and, and Bjerg. Because I think that probably right now you still have to go Bjergsen. But I think next year if who if one of them wins like two and the other one doesn't win any then it's that person if they both win one then yeah but maybe peter wins mvp it's very it's very interesting but i think afro afro is probably like the guy who's contesting smithy for number three you think that's who's uh, like most sticking do. out in my mind i would say it's between afro and sneaky yeah yeah, I would say Sneaky over Afro if only because of Sneaky's presence at Worlds. No, that's true. And Afro, unfortunately, have... misses it frequently. Well, they both only have two titles, too, so it's not even like there's that much of a difference. 
Has Sneaky has Sneaky ever won an MVP? No. No. I don't yeah, even think he's did. been been on the ballot. Yeah, Afro did. It is true. Afro does have the MVP. Okay, so wait, back to the original question now that yeah. I'm done with this Tidy Cats copy, which we'll review in a second. I Is X Smithy number three? Well, that's what we were just talking about. We're, 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 not... looping, we're looping back to the original question. Is X Smithy number three? We're back on track. After that I, slight I think detour. X Smithy is number three. Yeah, I don't know if you, you missed it, Travis, but we answered yes. And I that's think why we started talking that... about other things. Afro and Sneaky might be the only people who can contest them. Wait, that's literally just where we were. But it's not <laughs> difficult uh, because Sneaky might not have... I don't think he's ever gotten MVP. Nope. X Smithy hasn't got MVP either, no. but I think he's, he's been on the ballot finals MVP. Times. He has. I think he was uh, last summer for Immortals. Uh, he was up there, definitely. Him and Ole. I think Sneaky's probably gotten more all pros. Yeah. I mean, there's it's, been splits where X Smithy has been memed, right? Like the Sidwani ults right. and all that stuff. I think Sneaky's been very consistent. That's like one of yeah. the things in, in Sneaky's favors. Like, Sneaky just doesn't really have bad splits. Like, he's just always no. up there. Um, and, and quite frankly, like, uh, you know, I mean Peter about this a lot, but like, Peter wasn't in top three ADC last split, right? Like, you could argue that Sneaky's been more consistent than Peter. He wasn't in top three according to the all-pro voting. Yeah. That doesn't mean he wasn't a top three ADC last split. Well, right. yeah, but if we're giving credit for MVP nominations, like that's the same system. Yeah, Rush also won an MVP. I know what you mean, especially because I've been talking about all these MVPs and all-pros and stuff. I'm not really working. I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> just I real- was... <laughs> You're you're invalidating the argument you just made a second ago, Kelvin. You found my weakness, which was you you found the the counter yeah. in, in saying that Peter wasn't on the you know like yeah the, yes exactly your desire to defend Peter. Oh, okay, I got faded. I, I would just say I'm pretty sure their splits were sneaky missed it as well. I, I'd have to double check, but like when Piglet, Turtle, Double Lift, Sneaky, and all of them were were popping off, and C9 was struggling yeah. a little bit. I don't think I think Sneaky might have missed some in 2015. What's fascinating about so much of this, by the way, is that these guys are old by and by player standards, right? Like it's it's fascinating to me that we haven't seen like Peter is an old Peter and I. I who is there anyone besides like Smithy that's older than Peter? Did you league? know Peter, that Peter's twenty four? By the way, <laughs> did you know that ninety percent of the NA LCS titles are held by just one percent of the players who have played in the LCS? Wait, sorry, one more time? I don't know. I made that stat up, but it was probably something like that. Wait, I just I wanted to double check this because I just wanted to know that I wasn't the worst friend ever. I'm sorry, he's 25. He's 25, Kelby. He's 25. My bad. I just Googled it. Yeah, yeah. I did. I As soon as I said it, I was like, God. <laughs> it's like doing math on air. Like, Smithy is 27. I wonder who's older than... It's Smithy's old. Either of them. Oh, Aphromoo's 26. We're talking about Aphromoo. Like, it's it's fascinating to me. Like, Bjergsen's the only one that's a youngin. Well, we're talking about greatest players of all time in our region. Of course, they're all going to be older players. No, no, no but it, I'm saying it's fascinating that these guys are all holding their thrones so late in the game. Yeah, because they're still, like, the best for their position in the region. Yeah, yeah, that's well, my yeah. point. Is that, like, in a lot of regions, you've seen a lot of these guys... Out. I don't know if that's a slam against NA and that we can't we can't bring up talent to replace these guys. Yeah, but... that's, 
that's not even necessarily true. Like, Soaz is still there. Faker is still there. Gorilla is still there. All those guys. Faker is 22. He's not 25 or 26. Age age doesn't really matter. Lifestyle choice matters way more than age. Yeah. I was actually about to make a good Charlotte reference, but decided not to. That's good. I'm just saying, like... 90% of shot didn't get that. Like, if... if <laughs> it's it's not super surprising to me that, like, the people who we're having this conversation with are people who have stayed on top for extended periods of time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways... That that might wrap it up. I don't I don't know if we have a good answer for you, Caden. I think hey, there's a good argument to be made for Smithy. There's a good argument to be made for Smithy, but there's a good argument to be made for several other people, right? That's the answer. Well, that's that's uh, what all these are. They're, they're opinions, and he, when we agree yeah. with with his opinion, we're both like, "Yep, I'd probably put Smithy through. Okay. Well, I yeah, I think that four titles though is what really seals it. Yeah, same. Because that's not subjective. Yeah, the four titles and the MSI performance for me. That that's was fair. that was huge for me. Kate, thank you so much for calling in. Sorry we got off to a rough start, but I think your question was good. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Have a good one. It but, was actually a lot rougher once you came back. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say when you, I was just waiting for him All to right, get out. All right, here we go. When you say so we rough got, start, it was hey, rough for you. Hey, at Tidy Cats, you seem like you're a bunch of cool cats. Have you heard about how much esports fans love their pets? We'd love to see you litter the space with some sponsorship. Do we Dude, like that? This is amazing. I'm pretty good with that, actually. Here, okay. Can you can you I, put it? I, in... So the only the only issue I have is cats twice, even though one's yeah, like yeah, in, yeah. in the brand tag. Yeah, the, but I feel like you have to put cats somewhere in here. Okay, we could move it around. Can you uh, paste it so that I can? Okay, you know... okay. What if we? Yeah, because right now it looks like this. I'm gonna put it into Skype. You can see it there. Yeah. What if we move it so it's hey tidy cats. Have you heard about how much esports fans love? Uh, just, just post, post whatever you want. Don't send me something before because I'll. No, no, no but it. I think Kelly okay. wants to see it so we can rearrange it. Right, right. Oh, right. Um, so, what if we move the "you seem like you're a bunch of cool cats" to the second sentence? So it looks like it definitely helps. It looks like this. Hey, Teddy cats. Hey, Teddy cats. Have you heard about how much esports fans love their pets? You seem like you're a bunch of cool cats. We'd love to see you litter the space with some sponsorship. So now it's, it looks I'm, like this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that the read we're going with? Send it. Okay. Uh, so right. I'm going to tweet it first. I'll post it in Twitch chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a picture to go with it, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you want to if you want to take a picture of your cat and, and include that in the copy, everyone's yeah, allowed yeah. to. I can't, but I think that's a good way to do this. I don't think that people should just all take the picture of Mark's cat. I think you need <laughs> yeah, to do yeah. a picture yeah, of your own cat yeah. or do stock image search or just like take one off of Google. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. You and should you should go copy and paste pictures that they've already replied to from their. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about this. Okay, I'm gonna spam their Twitter. You guys, I see all you spamming. Yeah. What about Pornhub? We're not doing that. Um, I see you don't, all spamming. Don't post it in Twitch chat. We all see you spamming. We all see you you spamming the copy. That's great. I'm gonna spam the Twitter. Go to their Twitter. All right. Go to their Twitter and spam and not spam it, but go to their Twitter. Use that copy. Uh, if you've got a picture of your cat, use the picture of the cat. If you don't, um, then that's okay. Just use the copy. We're gonna see if we can start a movement here. Okay, Kelby May doesn't think we can bring a brand into this space. I believe in the power of this show. All right, this is a show about the people <laughs> and what their opinions are, what they can accomplish. 
big wigs like Kelby, he's been sitting on his throne of cash for years, being like, ha, I can bring this brand in, I can bring this brand in. It's not about him. It's just a, this is a de- democratic show, okay? You, you, the people, you, the viewers, you have the ability to bring in viewers, okay? Don't let the monopoly of Kelby Mays all over the world be, be you know, the tyranny of them. Don't let that lead you down the road. We're going to do this. We're going to bring a brand in. Tidy Cats, they might be the first one. Swear to God, if it's not Tidy Cats, we're figuring out another one. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you, Travis. Just want to be clear. I'm laughing at Twitch chat just substituting Pornhub for Tidy <laughs> and keeping the copy the exact same. We're not doing Pornhub. <laughs> I know. It's funny. Right. I can't help but laugh at it. All right, Twitch it'd be chat. Really, it'd be really great if you could get it before they switch it to Pornhub like clip it so you can see the chat going up or yeah. we're putting on how do i put on r9k mode or whatever so that they well i just let them go dude it's right. shut whatever <sighs> um let's see oh uh river by the way um sent a gamepedia article which is lcs players by age uh, St. Vicious and Dodo are still on the list as well as songs. So 31, 29, 28. Or maybe it just includes coaches. Probably just includes coaches. Yeah. Yeah. Smithy, then Expecial, he's out. Flame. Flame is 26. Medios oh, yeah, is 25. Double, so uh, so you got Smithy is the oldest. Then right above him is Flame. And then Doublelift. Doublelift is tied for that with Aphromoo and uh, Solo. Oh, Solo's older than I expected. Interesting. He's been around yeah. a long time. All right, we're going to get the, the next sponsor. Um, and, or, sorry, the next sponsor. Well, we're getting the next sponsor in right now. That's what I'm seeing on Twitter. Uh, but we're going to get the next caller in. Um, and I oh. see I see a lot of people. Oh, we already pulled him. Noah. Yo, what's up? How's it going? It's going pretty good. Let me mute your stream. Okay, go for Here it. Here we go. That's good. I need to figure out how this Tidy Cats campaign is going. I think it's going well. It's uh, going to go really well until Twitch kicks. Twitch chat gets it. It's work. It's it is actually going really well. People are tweeting pictures of their cats. It's I'm, I'm actually in love with this. We've got so many <laughs> tweets. Hang on, Let's hang on. Let's make sure that it's the so, right kind of cats. Noah, can I can I can I show this really quickly? <laughs> can I show this really quickly? Um, on stream. Sure. Uh, <laughs> be careful refreshing that feed. <laughs> yeah, it changed pretty quick. Look, look, look at all these. Look at this. Oh, there's so many people. This is all That's from within one. the last minute. I can't tell if these are real cat pictures now, though, or people just. Do I mean, some of them, like <laughs> that was the one of the cat jumping. <laughs> that, that, that is, is not, not impromptu. <laughs> that, that, that one's not real. I don't think. I don't think that's their person, their cat. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, okay. I want. Gee, look at all this stuff. This is really impressive. Um, yeah, there's Mark with the picture of us doing hotline. Like Kelby's face palming in this picture, by the way, which I love, and uh, and the cat. So uh, this is this is incredible. Uh, I'm not going to scroll up because I don't know. But um, oh, people are getting being good. Actually, there's some more pictures. These are honestly picture of people's cats. This is great. I Kelby. If you think, do you really think, you still think nothing's going to come out of this? They're going to do oh, something. A million percent nothing is going to come out of this, but it's really cool. You're going to get a tweet back, but that's it. Okay. Um, Noah, sorry. Hi. I'm just in a really good mood right now. Uh, remind me where you're calling from. Uh, I'm coming from Valdosta, Georgia. 
from Georgia. Okay, very good. What uh, do you want to talk about on the show tonight? Uh, I think that if Clutch Gaming makes it through the gauntlet, they're going to be the they'll have the best shot of making it out of groups out of any North American team. Clutch Gaming? Okay. Yeah. Well, we saved the this hottest take hot for last. Take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He has, he has to be last, and everyone uh, agrees. This is this is exactly where we would use the Tidy Cats cleanup. All right. <laughs> yeah. You're going to explain this. All right. We have the graphic come up, and then Mark. And Travis and I, we clean you up. We move you. We move you into the litter box. You know, your little shit's there, but we freshen it up for you. All we right. Just, anyways, continue with clutch. All right. So I think, um, like from top to bottom, they have a roster that I could probably make a good um, run at a Korean or Chinese team. They have a top laner who can absorb a lot of pressure. He's proven that all split. Um, even when he doesn't get a lot of resources, he's not gonna lose the game for his team. Uh, they have a mid laner, the only mid laner in North America who is solo killed Faker. Um, and then a bot lane combo, which single-handedly took down TSM like a favorite. I guess their weak point is their jungler Lyra, but people have been trying to build a team around him for a long time. And this might finally be the team it works out on. I just think that they're going to be able to make enough plays if they get far any mentality problems, which might be because they have Febivin and Solo. They could make a lot of early game plays and get ahead of a Korean team if they uh, play to their peak. Like, play their best game. Okay, hang on. One second. Uh, what are you doing, Travis? Hang on. Did we get sponsored already? Uh, no, we, we did not. But, oh. you know, we got it. This, this you, is a sample. Yeah, this is the sample. It's uh, <laughs> this, um. Hey, yeah, you Noah, know thanks for calling in. That's a really poopy take, so we're going <laughs> to use the Tidy Cat's litter system to help clean it up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> did, you just, did you just do a cat sound for the stream? Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay. Everyone, it's time for the Purina Tidy Cat's cleanup. Uh, sounds like we got a stinky one in the litter box right now. Thank God we've got Purina Tidy Cat's here to clean it up. Mark, you came in with a scooper. What what do you got for this? How are you going to clean this one up? Well, the first thing, guys, I need a little bit more context. Why, Noah, do you think if the team is world's ready, did they end up one of the worst teams in North America? I, I don't think they're world's ready, but I don't think any team in North America is world's ready. I don't think Team Liquid plays the kind of game that's going to win against Koreans. I think that... Well, much like not everyone is world's ready... But there's a scale of how world's ready, just like there's a different scale of how much your litter can cover up oh, no. your poopy take. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> sorry, dude. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> um. Like um. Like, like I. Feb... Sorry, you go. Febivin is the only mid laner in North America to ever solo kill Faker and like. Yep, you said that. Hakuho, with the hooks, like, he, he was insane against TSM. And if they can make a repeat performance, it doesn't matter. Yeah, if they could just make a repeat performance with what they did to TSM. Apollo was praised as the new Sneaky. You know, he Sneaky's really good. Febvin's really good. Solo's not going to feed. Hakuho can make a lot of plays that's going to win them the game. But I just think if they get their act together and actually make an effort for this instead of be down on themselves, which they probably are because they did terribly this split, they would have the best shot um, out of any team. If every team played to their best level, I think Clutch would be the best team on a world stage. 
Uh, wow. That's just... That's a stinker. I'm going <laughs> to disagree. Well, I will, I'll, I'll grant you this one. If Clutch played every single game in series like they played versus TSM in spring, they would probably be one of the best teams in NA. I'm not even convinced they would be the best, but they would be one of the best teams. The problem is that was like the any given Sunday moment for that team where it's like they fucking did it. And that's the peak of their year by far. And they came back to reality after that. And to, to be fair, we know we talked to Solo before and he said they probably overperformed in spring and underperformed in summer. They're probably a little bit more better than what they showed at the very end. But this team does not do anything as a unit. They have no cohesion. Um, I think there's a, a huge difference between being able to neutralize top laners in NA. And I know there are a, little, a lot of good top laners in NA, but like people don't always play around stuff as well. Like I think there's a big difference with how Griffin plays stuff like that i don't think they'll be able to neutralize them uh and i don't even think that they have a chance of getting out of the gauntlet i think there's zero percent chance yeah. to get out of the gauntlet i have a really hard time imagining their side lanes not getting crushed at worlds yeah and and part of it's not even just their fault like febby doesn't really leave lane that much uh and so like they're gonna have a hard time in the in the in the one v one, they're gonna have a hard time with the fact that people move around the map better than them. They're they're gonna have a hard time with the fact that they don't really have a defined synergy or playstyle right now. They they're gonna have a hard time in the gauntlet, let alone worlds. So we'll I, gotta, see. I, gotta, I gotta disagree with you, Noah. But let me tell you, next next Monday, if they're at worlds, you got the the best hottest. I'm on Reddit. Team. Yeah, you're on Reddit. Like, you, be, yeah, yeah. And you know you who else is guy? on Reddit? Tidy Cats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you see that guy who predicted TSM want to make a finals, and he he's been milking that shit. Yeah. Like, my oh, yeah. YouTube. That's yeah. you, dude. That too. Yeah, but yeah. I think I don't know. Yeah, I, I I'm definitely there's a lot of room for me to be wrong here, but I believe that you know, I just believe in clutch gaming, even if. They did terrible. At their peak, they were probably the best. Like, I feel like teams need to have a defined style and do something differently than a lot of other teams do to win. That's why CLG did very good. They had range supports um, at MSI back in the day when they made the finals, and they did something different. I feel like Clutch could play a little differently in the bot lane than a lot of other teams, and they might sleep on them. And they would be able to pull around and somehow sneak out of groups. I disagree, but... To each their own. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much uh, to our good friend Noah for the call. Uh, that was a fun one at the end here. I really like it. Yeah. 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 yeah thanks for being. Thanks for being a good sport too. We definitely yeah. uh, <laughs> memed pretty hard. And yeah, and I have think... fun in Overwatch League. <laughs> I think... oh. <laughs> I think... No, I'm the pizza delivery Noah. Oh. Not the not the Winston Noah. Yeah. Well, okay, that makes sense. Noah, uh, thanks so much for it. It's confusing. You do have. Um, an Overwatch icon as your Discord picture. It so was literally just a meme for this. Uh, for for this. Oh, okay, gotcha. Well, either <laughs> way, thank you so much uh, for the call. That was a fun one, and uh, and quite frankly, like not, it's a it's a good take because you uh, if you're you're investing, you know, you're uh, buying low <laughs> and and hopefully selling high. So like investing into Tidy Cat's litter. Yeah, exactly. Thanks so much, Noah. Have a good one. See ya. See ya. All right. Well, that's the show. Uh, we accomplished a lot to guys tonight, guys. We 
we discussed who the the best players are um, and <laughs> who's going to potentially win Gauntlet, and we brought a new sponsor into the space. So uh, really excited about everything we've accomplished. And we, we made Reddit for like the third straight week in a row. Yeah, I mean, you just keep we, leaking shit. So as long we as brought a new sponsor. As long as you I do mean, that, we're going to be Do you on. remember like three weeks ago, I had like a basically said, I was like, you know what? There's a lot of that like doesn't come out. Yeah, you said it was, a, you were like, oh, this is annoying. Uh, that like the, these things just don't get uh, told. There's there's literally like if I sat on these things, they would never come out. Yeah, and like I just think it's the scenes more interesting when you have the juicy drama and the bad stories that go along with the good. You know, and, and no one has uh, told at Riot has told you, hey, I'm probably going to talk to someone and, and double check this. Like I have talked to them about things I can and can't use on specific case by case basis. I have not asked in the last three weeks with my increase in the amount that I am doing this if it is rubbing people the wrong way, which I should do, and yeah. I probably will do. That that can be a brand segment too. If they're fine with it, you know, every every week, what is the Zimmer? The Zimmer brought to you by whoever, <laughs> and we launch the show with Mark Z's latest gossip. I think we can we can work the title a little bit. Yeah, we maybe we should just sponsor that segment with the Tidy Cat somehow. Yeah. Maybe because you know oh that you know what's great is is poop is actually a term for like secret information like you got the poop wait it's like what? The, I'm not even kidding look it up I've never uh, heard that was, before in my life it, it was like 1950s like World War Two okay well we're I going think, back to World I think War it would II. just be easier to say it's the scoop How, you know oh the scoop oh my God Kelby this is why you could sell anything to anybody <laughs> the scoop. Man, what if what if just Kelby? I know you doubt. I really like how I worked a full day, was looking to relax and have some fun, and then came on here and was asked to use my powers to fucking pitch tidy cats, dude. Well, you did. You barely did anything. <laughs> I came up with the copy. I came up with the the pitch. We came up. You and I came up with the the brand we're targeting. Yeah, I I I, I did the creative, uh, on the <laughs> you did. You did. <laughs> on the integration. Think I think we know what's up. I'm not saying that it was a lot of work. I just like how you can't escape was... work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, uh, flush chances. What does Kelby do now? Uh, I I tweet and promote the chain smokers a lot. That's if, his job. If apparently. you follow me on social media, can we get a chain smokers sponsorship? I don't think that's a thing. Um, that would be. A really good sponsorship though. Well, we'd ha- they literally the, our sales guys blo- blocked by them on Twitter, so I don't think that we're gonna lock that one down. So that's a that's a tough relationship to start. <laughs> by the way, uh, just really quickly, a um, couple of things here. Boba Cola gifts was subbed to Damien and Audrey kills. I Fury sent 102 bits. The pack 69 resubbed. Image three count on tilt. Uh, K Binks secretion or secretions. How do I? Um, uh, Boba Cola gives sub to Butters. Uh, Johnny X zero. Void Hunter seven nine seven. Exigen twenty seven. T Alexa seventy nine. And Tyson nine zero one. By the way, if you are gifted a sub or if you've been gifted a sub in the past month, you can resub for one dollar. It's a special thing Twitch is running this month. Mark, you got any shouts, plugs, anything you want to say? I'm at the so end? fucking hungry. I haven't eaten. I had a bagel today when I woke up, basically. Oh, and I stole a slice of pizza from the fridge from one of my roommates. 
I'm I'm ready to, to skedaddle on out of here. What are you gonna uh, eat? I don't know, probably some McDonald's. Some some hot and fast and dirty food. Uh, other than that, thanks for watching, guys. Um, now that the the season's starting to wind down, I'll probably be doing some more interesting offline TV content, less of sitting on a couch playing games and more of us going out in the world now that I have some time to commit to producing cool stuff. So keep an eye on offline TV as well. Kelby? I would like to shout out <laughs> one of my best friends, Peter Pang. Oh. Can I go into a little bit of a preamble here, Travis? Yeah, go for it. So... Old-time CLG fans may know, back on the CLG forums, I used to post, before we would go to, like, PAX West and stuff, about, like, the dream I would have of CLG winning an event. Because I live with the team, and I managed them for a long time, and I was a fan of the team first. And when you, when you live with guys 12 months out of the year, and you see how hard they work, and you work towards this one goal, like you just become really deeply fascinated and for me entrenched with this idea of like, you know, everybody getting the payoff, everybody seeing their their moment to win. And I used to have moments on CLG where I would like I, I don't know if other people do this, I assume other people do this, but like I just like a random point and I would get like lost in in what I was doing. Like I for me it would happen in the shower where like I would just stand in the shower for like ten minutes and I could like very clearly visualize and imagine like how it would go when we won an event and the crowd and everybody on the team's reaction and how it would feel and like it was something that I I I longed for for a really really long time not for my for myself but mostly for the guys because I knew how bad they wanted it and I never got to see it happen uh on CLG and uh going to finals this weekend it was really, really emotional for me. Um, you know, like as Travis and Bernie can attest to, like saying between them, watching the intro, because like it hit me really, really hard that like this was the time that I was finally going to get to see uh, Peter play in a final. And, you know, like I really, really obviously wanted him to win. And even though like, you know, the series was really lopsided and uh, like it wasn't like the crowd wasn't super hype, like I was just so unbelievably grateful and happy that i got to go to an event where i got to see peter win an nalcs final it meant a lot to me so i want to say thank you peter i love you dude on that point uh definitely get what you're talking about like i think that's the thing i miss the most since quitting working with a team is like the sense of camaraderie you get when you're just like yeah. in the grind 24 7 with a group of people and it's, it's something that you probably will never get anywhere else but like a competitive endeavor where like you are all so committed to one thing. Yeah. So like even even when you when you like Kelby said you leave like I was for Steve in Miami when he finally won like similar feeling. Yeah, it's a super special bond that all those guys share. And like I've I've like every time I see like I saw Joey at the Golden Guardians thing, Boy Boy at the Golden Guardians thing, and like you know like we just are like instantly able to like reconnect and like you know like i don't know tap back into like we just talk about like what it's like to share that experience together and like everybody remembers that and like you just always have that bond like it's like a bond of brothers like they talk about between these guys who are on the team together really cool
I'm super privileged to have been able to share that with those guys. Well, it was fun watching uh, this weekend, and uh, I think it's that's a good shout out to Peter. It's kind of crazy. I left his hotel room uh, last night. We were hanging out, and I just said, "Peter, this is starting to become kind of old hat now." I just go to one of these events and see you win. We hang out afterwards, and then you know, and he's like, "I know, dude." And then the door shut. And that was <laughs> I left, and it just—it's kind of funny. The world is becoming, you know, uh, so many people waited so long to watch Peter win, and now they get to do that uh, on the cor- like every other every three months during the spring and summer. I guess it's kind of funny. Uh, either way, uh, that's been a Hotline League episode forty-four. Thank you to Mark and Kelby Azari. This was a lot of fun. Uh, the show's uh, consistently been a highlight of my week recently. So thank you to everyone who's been watching and supporting uh, the show. And we will see you next week. <laughs>